0: What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the E4 Explosive Podcast and today I have Dave Manning. So David is a friend of mine that I've known for quite a while, we haven't connected in a minute but we got our tinfoil hats on for this one and you might wanna put yours on too. Man, this one was fucking awesome, it was so fun to, to talk to David. He's actually the guy that I go to a lot um when it comes to conspiracy theories and things that are happening. I reach out to him quite a bit and he drops some knowledge. He does a ton of research. He's not just this crazy guy in his underwear running around in the woods with a tinfoil hat on. He kind of knows his shit pretty well. It was just fun to have these kind of conversations. I haven't had one like this in a while and it was a refresher and a fun one to talk about some of the craziest shit on the planet. So like this video, subscribe to the channel, and please hit that bell notification so you get notified every single time we post new content. We're trying to get those subs up, so i really appreciate it if you could give me a sub. That would be awesome. Um, just trying to make the channel grow, and I really hope you guys are liking the content. So enjoy this episode of the E4 Explosive Podcast with my friend David Manning as we talk about all the conspiracies in the book. Peace out. This episode of the E4 the Podcast is brought to you by Bravo Concealment. Bravo Concealment is known for some of the best high quality and concealable holsters on the market. Located in the great state of Texas, they offer free shipping and unlimited lifetime warranty on all of their products and a 30 day money back guarantee if you don't like the product. I've been using Bravo Concealment for my gun holsters ever since I got into guns and the quality is by far, bar none, the top notch in the entire industry that I've seen. And right now, they're doing a buy one, get one free, plus free shipping, the 30-day money-back guarantee, and a lifetime warranty. On top of that, you, my friends, will get 10% off of any product, of any purchase on their website by using Explicit10. Use the code EXPLICIT10, and you'll get 10% off your entire purchase from bravoconcealment.com what's up guys welcome back to another episode of the e4 Explosive podcast i'm Corey, and today we have a friend of mine david manning who is a musician and a charity activist among a thousand other things that he does that he's got going on um and today we're going to be talking a lot about get ready to put your tinfoil hat on conspiracy theories for the most part we'll talk about like some other things i'm sure life in general and stuff like that but david is a uh, wealth of knowledge when it comes to this. Um, I put in my intro video that you just saw that, uh, he's basically like kind of like my go-to guy when I, when something crazy happens, David, how many times have I like messaged you? Like, yo, yeah, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're like the go-to fucking person when it comes to this kind of stuff because you're not like this crazy fucking running around in your underwear type guy, right? You're, <laughs> you know, you're very smart. You're you know, uh, yeah, intelligent what you person. Think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, I can only see the top part of you right now. So, uh, yeah. but, but you, you're very smart and you're intelligent. You, you don't seem. You're not like Thank this you. wacko type, to, like person, right? You're very smart with your words. Um, And you do a lot of research before you just go and say something, but enough of me talking about what we're going to talk about. If you could just introduce yourself real quick to the listeners and watchers, that would be fucking awesome.
1: Well, thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, man, I've, uh, I'm David Manning. I hail from the land of Baltimore. That's where I was born. I was born in Baltimore city, Uh, bounced back and forth between uh, my parents got divorced when I was nine. My mother moved to South Central Pennsylvania to New Oxford, so I bounced back and forth between the city and the country, which was total culture shock. Um, I, I think that helped mold me in a sense of kind of understanding different worlds and being aware of different worlds uh, and having to adapt to that because, you know, you go, from, you go from Maryland, Baltimore to New Oxford, Pennsylvania, it's... dude. Huh you know, like it was, I mean, I was looking at these people, like what's wrong with you as much as they were doing the same thing with me. So, uh, yeah. Um, about 13, um, I kind of started bouncing around all over the place. Um, my life has been crazy to say the least. It is, uh, it's just too much to put in, into words really. Um, my, uh, My childhood early on was riddled with terrible things man um so being in those situations where like you know i've very quite literally had to fight for my life a couple times as a kid um, put me in a state of mind where i've always had to reflect on everything you know Um, it resulted in in chronic childhood ptsd which you're scanning your surroundings constantly you're always scanning everything you're taking in every single detail that's going on around you which is where i think my attachment to all these crazy wild ass conspiracy theories came to mm. you know um that also relates to my disgust and my contempt for you know bullies uh which are you know a lot of these people it, i i discuss a lot when you know you talk about conspiracies and the subject of conspiracies It doesn't have to be some wild, crazy, uh, criminal situation that has all these complex layers. Like sometimes it's just as simple as somebody gets in a situation and they're attempting to commit a crime so they can benefit. It's that easy. It doesn't have to get any crazier than that. Um, So I think that I've been able to, to hyper-focus on that. And that's, that's been my interest. So I've always been attached to those details, finding right. the bully in the room right. because my life was affected so much by bullies and, and cruel human beings. So it just naturally adapted that way. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I, I, I've, after a long road out of hell, um, I have established myself like in the music community. I started getting super serious with it back in like 2004 um i was with the, the revolution theory which became vest ascension um vest ascension is still together still putting out great music um i am doing a project now with uh, the guitarist of vest ascension um uh we've got a couple people in there a couple guys from periphery who are doing it um it's a music charity project so charity has pretty much been the major part of my life now um I look for opportunities to help people wherever I possibly can. And how that relates into a conspiracy thing is I'm trying to improve my surroundings. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm constantly in a state of trying to improve the world around me. And in order to do that, you have to have the courage to a look at the truth, find out what the truth is, because I mean, how can you fix anything if you don't know what that thing is, you have to identify it. And you have to change it so a lot of that is focusing on the negative and the bad things you know and, and the problems in the engineering like you know why is this negative outcome happening it's it's not just as much as you know sitting around and thinking about wild shit like al- aliens and you know you know probing in the butt and all those fun things i like doing friday night it's uh <laughs> it's it's trying to, f- to fix things and focus on them uh <laughs> I I think that's where a lot of the problems come into play with these conspiracy theorists is they get so attached to an idea that the truth doesn't matter anymore you know Mm -hmm. and that's the big thing the truth is the most important thing the truth will set you free the truth is how we make it out of the shitholes that we get put in um and people who try and hide the truth and cover up the truth they tell them themselves man you know because the truth doesn't change Right. Everything else does, but the truth doesn't. Sure, you know yeah. you say that shit's like you know relative and it can be interpreted differently. No, no, no. When I wake up at six thirty a.m., I wake up at six thirty a.m. Period. That's the fact. And I think that there are uh, uh, enough relative facts, or, or enough absolute facts, in every different situation to identify whether something is a conspiracy or whether it's bullshit. So i appreciate all your kind words and i think uh thank you you think i'm saying i i don't know if i agree though <laughs>
0: <laughs> no you're you're super intelligent you're very smart you don't like because i've talked to um similar people to you that are extremely intelligent like for example um i just interviewed um uh, chris mogg he is a he's the guy that was on the new documentary on hulu called who Killed Epstein. Um, he wrote about Epstein and he wrote about uh I th- the, was it the Bonita Express not the Bonita Express what uh his fucking uh, uh, plane yeah yeah
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um Ep, the, yeah Lolita Express Lolita
0: Express I said Bonita yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lolita Express Bonita so he, he he wrote also, about
1: you watched him with South Park man I know
0: yeah so he he wrote about the 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 logs and we talked about it so then me and him started and he's a legit like columnist journalist investigative for twenty years right he's like legit. I couldn't get him to commit to any type of thing. We talked about 9-11. He'd, but here's the thing though, to your point of the truth, is <clears throat> he 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 made he made a great case for tower one and tower two. I said, okay, can you explain to me building number seven? He right. said, What's that? I said, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Go watch a YouTube video and then yep. you tell me what that. And then he's like, Oh shit! Like it was kind of like an aha moment of like, I need to do some more research on this. And granted, we we were not like it, it was not a conspiracy podcast. It was like we were just talking about Epstein, but then we started obviously had to go into the conspiracy a little bit because there's a lot of gray area around his life. um right. But it was fascinating because I'm like, how did you not know that about Building Number Seven? There's literal footage of it, uh and that I, right there—it's yeah, crazy.
1: That right there is how they maintain power and control that right there what you know how did you not even know about building seven right you know that's how far advanced you know some of these people are with how they keep raps on shit that's obvious stuff that was on major news networks you know it's a total uh, part of the problem you know when it comes to the nefarious forces out there it's not just you know the uh the the evil people pulling the strings dude it is The other half of it are the citizens who do nothing, they do nothing to contribute to society and these people need like a a metaphoric slap in the face and a wake up call, you know, because it's like the world will be burning around them and it's just something that makes me so angry, they don't even want to talk about the shit I, I remember when I was younger, I would always be in these social situations. And you know, we'd be at parties and shit and whatever else. And I, I would start in, you know, like when I was younger on whatever conspiracy JFK was my big thing. And uh, you know, the wiping out of the Native Americans when I was like 19, 20, right. I'm 43 now. Um, so you know, I would get on these like shit kicks, man, where I'd be, you know, a little drunk and I'd start running my mouth. Yep. And it finally got to a point where people would look at me and be like, they get that look on their face, like, oh God, like he's at it again.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> man, oh my god. It's not like I was ever invasive or obnoxious, and I would try and control people's opinions. Like sure. I would just talk about it, yep. man, to create an awareness. And that is the problem. That's why these people are able to accomplish the evil shit that they can because good people do and say nothing. Right. And that has to change. Right. Like that's, that's got to yeah. change.
0: That's a good point. I, yeah. I mean, well, that's how, how
1: does a journalist not know about building? That's
0: what I was completely taken back. I'm like, wait. I was like, Chris, you. You're meaning to tell me in the, in 2022, you have never seen the building seven video or yet even heard of it. And he's like, no. And I'm like, damn, like that's you got to go open that can of worms because yeah. like there was no. And I was like, and he's like, did a building hit it? I'm like, no, no, n- neither tower collapsed onto it completely to knock it down. And if it did, it would have got knocked down when it got hit. It didn't get knocked down until after the two towers fell. So it's just like, and that's where a lot of that shit was uh, held yep. in Building Number Seven. So it's that's like, right. anyway. But that to go down nine eleven.
1: It was just a blip on the radar, too. It was crazy. It really was, uh, man. I think that's 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 a good one um, to get people on. You know, that's yep, that's no. very smart of you to to bring up Building Seven. That's
0: because no that's, one can say good. anything about it. No, no there's a, no answer that someone can tell me because because his his part of. The t- Twin Towers made me think, OK, yeah, like, actually, that makes really good sense. I've never thought of it and the way that he presented it. But then when I say Building 7 and you can't say anything or you haven't seen it, then everything that you just said goes out the window. Right. right. Because there, you cannot explain a building, a standalone building, falling in demolition style. You, you can't.
1: Right. Now, see, here's, here's another thing. Like I think this is something else that people don't pay attention to. There's obviously more shit with the 9/11 situation than meets the eye. I think pretty much everybody that has a rational state of mind knows this at this point. Um, so here's another thing that I think curves with the cover-up of information, um, and I, I think this is my issue with the libertarian community: is you know they think that we should have zero foreign policy we shouldn't be at conflict with anyone in the world at all ever well i'm sorry that's just not realistic that's just not how the world works so i think put it this way and speculation and it's a possibility is all i'm saying that in situations like this like 9-11 when there's obviously the the truth is not being told and there are missing pieces you know and building seven was just a quick blip on the radar Mm -hmm. for the media um when it should have been like well, it should still be on the news because we still have no explanation for it. Right. Sometimes I think it's possible that there are covert operations going on, and there are enemies of the state, and we can't allow certain information to be public. So they have to send out a disinformation story um for safety purposes and for protection and security. Now, you know, there is a line there that. Should not be crossed, you know, and that's where sure. Ed, Edward Snowden comes into play as far as like mass surveillance occurs. But uh, you know, maybe maybe sometimes there are more than meets the eye, and it's not our own government against us. Maybe these things just can't be exposed, you know, the left hand not knowing what the right hand's supposed to be doing. You know, that's just speculation. But that's a good point, though. It's about. a
0: good way to think about it versus being like always the government trying to do it, right? You, you know what I mean? Um- <clears throat> good
1: i was just say, i think you have good people mixed in i think it's a very small group of people doing the evil shit out there i think that you have uh you have a lot of good people mixed in to these institutions but again i think it all goes back to good people staying silent not doing anything about it sure um sometimes i think about my life man i'm like sometimes i'm like man what if i could go back do some things differently and get involved in the justice department you know and not listen to my superiors and make an arrest of someone that caused a major shitstorm, you know, to yeah. make yeah. sure it was legitimate and it was real. But, you know, just to bring the attention in. I, I would totally take myself out, ruin my career, whatever to make that happen. Right. So
0: <laughs> like a Snowden type situation.
1: Yes. Yep. Kind of like that. Um But instead of giving it to journalists, like, see, that's, like, we need some rogue law enforcement that, and, you know, I'm not saying in overthrow of the government, I'm not suggesting anything like that. But people who are just going to prosecute crimes instead of ignoring them, like, you know, I I consistently see this just happened here, right outside my house, I was walking down the street, uh, and I saw this guy laying on the corner, this really happened uh he's laying there and i'm watching this woman's this, this dude's like senior citizen he's an older guy he's getting kicked and she's kicking him in the face and just kicking and kicking
2: what?
1: and uh i'm walking up i'm like what the hell is going on so there's like four people just standing watching this shit on the corner as i'm walking up a cop is coming from the other direction from the other street and uh i just stood there observed watched the situation you know trying to witness it and pay attention to every detail just in case he had to get a statements or whatever so they break him apart. Guy gets up. He's bleeding out of his forehead. Like blood is all over his face. Dude's about I don't know, 60 65 something like that. Maybe late 50s. Um, but there's this woman. She's always screaming and freaking out like making noise. She's always wasted, drunk, very vile person. And uh, he says her name and he commands her to get away. So I'm thinking, all right, he's like he's separating him. He's breaking it up. He's going to do something about it. And he doesn't do anything I stand there for like two minutes and she starts to walk toward the guy again and he says her name he's like now you get out of here and that's when I stopped and I was like all right wait a second sorry excuse me I was like wait a second here I just witnessed an aggravated assault and you're telling me that you're letting her go you're not charging with anything you're not even detaining her and that the cop it's like he didn't even realize i was standing there watching him he just like flipped on me and snapped i was like this is his words verbatim we live in a liberal state what am i supposed to do what? and yeah i was just like kind of like dumbfounded by that and you witnessed an attack time, i was what like the fuck are you what talking the about The What fuck does that have to do with anything <laughs> yeah now politically around here um as far as like the local politics are concerned they are how do i put this um the mayor is, I'm going to say he's not supportive of police, but they don't enforce a lot of crimes here um, that they should be enforcing. And uh, again, now you can see why. Like, I mean, I have fought to clean up my area, dude. I watch 15 year olds deal drugs, like, <laughs> you know, but they tell me I can't have a weapon. I mean, it's the most astonishing thing, right? Um, you know, uh, or like, you're not allowed to have certain tasers. Uh, and frederick city like it's most ridiculous shit but they won't arrest people who are like dealing drugs right in front of you it was a heroin epidemic like dude down the street someone would overdose literally every other day like less than a block away from here um you know i I, i'm like you wonder why the shit is so bad uh so he ended up like we ended up getting to like a verbal confrontation i ended up snapping out you know uh i i i lost control and i just i had to leave the situation i ended up calling him later and apologizing to him because uh, I do understand it's not easy to be in law enforcement right now. And, uh, you know, I'm not against these guys at all. But at the same time, you know I had to clarify, I'm like, you know, you, you, you have crimes codes and you should have done something about this. Right. So the reason I bring this up is because this is what happens on a greater scale, on a greater level, is that because of the pressure, the political pressure that these people deal with. You know, you know, how does it a job and offices and who the popular people are and who Mm -hmm. the popular people aren't? And, you know, you you don't want to be the fly in the ointment and you don't want to make waves. So these people, while they're good people and they're not corrupt and crooked, they're not doing the shit that they should be doing. You know, like some of my favorite moments that I see in video are these cops that arrest their superior officers for driving drunk.
0: Those are great. yeah
1: it's beautiful um
0: their reactions what, are are yeah. priceless the, the, they're yeah. like wait what you're at? like yeah dude like what the fuck yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah it's it's the you know the only way that the social dialogue is going to change is if we change it and if you know unfortunately nobody wants to sacrifice anything like <clears throat> yes you're gonna lose friends yes you're gonna be unpopular Yes, you're going to have to deal with a lot more stress in your life life than if you were to just stay silent. But, you know, if you want a higher quality of life, I, you have to do it. I noticed that a lot of the people that complain about the quality of life and how life is, they aren't doing a damn thing to try and make it any better. They just they're waiting for somebody else to do show it. up and magically do it. It, right. just, it doesn't work that way. Actually, well, you know what? Hold on. There is I think that's how America. uh was birth wasn't it like everybody just laid around and they didn't do shit and magically america formed one day out of uh,
0: nowhere.
1: no oh yeah that's right no oh, you're right oh you're okay
0: you're being sarcastic <laughs> i was like no i don't <laughs> think so i wasn't there but uh <clears throat> well are you high? yeah are you high uh the um well don't you think though it's kind of like almost too far gone because of the because we've allowed the government to get so big i mean i talked to a lot of professors uh one of my favorites is an economist his name's anthony davies um i've had him on four times now he's fucking brilliant um he's a libertarian but he's very smart on both spectrums and his podcast partner james harrigan is a um uh was it a historical like historian like, a, like a, a, um a store a philosophy he's a philosopher historian i don't fucking know he knows about history and he and he philosophizes
1: philosophizes
0: he philosophizes a lot uh both super fucking smart professors at like ivy league colleges um or universities but like they are all like you know big government is not good and this is what happens when you know you have big government versus small government and my question to you is conspiracy theory aside whatever like don't you think it's Almost too far gone now to where, like, if we did try to step up to the man or to the government, it's just too big now. You're talking about Maryland, which I've lived in the majority of my life. Um, Republican governor, but he's very Democratic in his ways. It's one of the top three, uh, states in the country, Republican, right? He's not, he's he's balloted a Republican, he's truly not. But, um, you talk about guns. I mean, don't even get me started. I mean, out here in Colorado, I I can go to a fucking, uh, bass pro shops with my driver's license to buy a pistol in an hour like you can't do that in maryland it's one of it's 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 strict as strict as new york new jersey and california it's absolutely terrible but then they have these back laws where it's like we get you buy a handgun great here's a 10 round magazine that we'll mail to you or we'll give to you in the in the gun shop but you can't you're not allowed to own any high capacity mags, even like a 15 round mag but I can drive 20 minutes in Virginia, buy a 30 round mag from my Glock 19, bring it back into Maryland, completely illegal. Anyways, yep. my question to you, back to the question is, don't you think that if the government and just that, that whole thing is just too big now for us to kind of fight against it? Not so much have a revolution, but do those little things that are actually going to make a difference.
1: So there's a couple different angles to that. Um, one. Is even if, even if that were the case, I'm too stubborn to quit. Like, I, I don't, I don't care if it's possible or if it's not possible. My focal point is I'm going to do what's right. Right. And I don't care if that means losing or not. If I had to say one way or the other, I would say, absolutely. And I say that because human beings are capable and it's, we've forgotten this somewhere along the lines human beings are capable of miracles of divine things um and human beings are the most beautiful in their moments of darkness uh when the world is closing in we see this throughout history um that's when we shine is when we're in the worst places um so yeah i think it's absolutely possible and uh you know uh one of the avenues i guess as far as the mechanism that makes that possible other than the human spirit <laughs> two words second amendment that's why you know mm-hmm. if you look at places like canada and europe and all the crazy shit that's going on <clears throat> uh you know the tyrannical control of their governments i am convinced m- my opinion is because they're disarmed right. um, uh, you know maybe in, in certain places not in, in entirety but certainly not like here and that's why they want to hammer on gun control here so bad. It's this simple. It's this simple. Okay. Baltimore City is a terror to go into. Okay. It was bad when I lived there. Um, I left. Uh, I was right across the street from Patterson Park, dude. I used to walk my dog and terrible. I, I mean, see some wild shit. You know, I'd get off of work, walk my dog. It was just crazy. That was years ago. Now, like the last time I was there, I went to see a show. And, uh, it, dude, it was like five 6 o'clock at night and I was walking down Eastern Avenue and I decided to leave because I, I knew what was happening around me. I was looking like, in the city. Like I know what the shit looks like when you're getting ready to be, get robbed or whatever. Yep. Uh, and I saw it and I was like, eh, no, I'm fucking out of here, man. Now this is in Eastern Avenue is in like the district that I was in was right next to little Italy. You know, this is, this is a decent part yep. and, uh, you can't even walk around out there anymore, dude. Like even in the nicer places. So I haven't been back since strict, strict gun control laws, the strictest gun control laws in Maryland. Okay. And I mean, look at their crime wave. It's that simple. It's that simple. You know, I, I don't understand why this is even a discussion with people. It just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. You know, you got a lot of the people that uh, it, it just blows my mind, man. You know, some of the same groups of people that say things like, well, you know, do you think you deserve a jet or do you think you deserve a tank? Because you know the government has one. Should you have one? Um, well, first off, the answer to that is uh, fucking yes, I do. Okay, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, now it's it's just amazing how all of these people seem to have changed their position with the Ukraine situation. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, why are you people just like again? against guns look at COVID. look big-
0: what happened to COVID. when COVID had the fucking gun sales were crazy when they're yeah, talking about locking yeah. down the government i mean you, videos in california of like lines around the block around and and it's funny because all the gun shop owners would get interviewed and they're like yo these people are pissed because now they have to wait a week to get their gun because of laws they voted to put yeah, in yeah, it's yeah. fucking crazy man yeah it yeah. fucking blows my mind see that I, I
1: expect i expect those people to be who they are i expect them consistently do what they do again right. it goes back to good people staying silent right. like good people have to tell these people you know hey guys i'm sorry but you're fucking crazy and you don't know what you're talking about right so let the more intelligent people at least listen to us okay at least listen to what we have to say instead of as soon as you hear the word gun you freak the fuck out yep. and you're like ow <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. okay like programmed response
0: yeah no uh, it's it's true dude it's it's uh two things from that is one is um I think the language of gun control is completely far off I talked to Alan Lichman who's actually he's famous for um he he has guessed the president since 1980 like he's been right um, okay
1: I know who you're talking about actually
0: yeah I interviewed him and he's very anti-gun so we were we had this huge kind of like debate on like gun and he called like a, a 30 round uh drum he called it like a 30 round uh fuck he said weapon of war you know he said he said like just like the terminology and it's just like you know my my biggest thing with gun control one of them is the people that are trying to keep guns out of 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 lawful citizens don't even understand certain terminology of things that they're trying to ban. If that makes sense. So that's what
1: they're good at. See, that's, what that's the one thing that I will give them credit for. They're good at dude. I, you know, it's amazing because they're able to create these brilliant phrases, you know, that don't even exist words. Yeah. And, and it it (laughs) makes it sound like this horrible, terrible thing. It's the Jedi mind trick, man. You know, they're able to trick the person, Yep. you know, uh, where, where they use these words and then you start shaking your head like, oh, well, yeah, that's
2: sounds yeah.
0: Like
1: terrible. Obviously, that's bad. You know? Yeah, it, it yeah. sounds terrible. Yeah. But it's just like
0: two people can't have a, a legit conversation about something like that if, if both parties aren't talking about the same thing if, is, is my point of that. And then the other thing is when I go to, when I've been to Texas, Arizona, uh, even here in Colorado, um, you know, uh, Utah, all these places that are, I mean, some of the most Free uh, Rhode Island, um, some of the most free places on, on in the country when it comes to gun control. Nobody's fuck with anybody. It's like there's right. no road. I mean, there is road rage, but it's not like in New York or whatever. It's like yo, when someone cuts somebody off in fucking Arizona, and I've 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 cut people off, people have cut me off. It's always. Right, right. No big deal. Because everybody knows everyone's strapped and they nobody wants to fuck with anybody. Right. And then also the way they take care of their criminals in those states is, I mean, Arizona is one thing. He, that guy, he, there was a sheriff that was there. He used to run the chain gang like back in the day. And the in the correctional facility was What his
1: name? Joe Jackson? Is that it? Sheriff Joe?
0: maybe it was i
1: think i know you're talking about I he think just, I just retired he just yeah retired. yeah i love yeah. that dude i know what you're talking about
0: yeah he, he fucking <laughs> had like it was like outdoor shit so like no criminal, it was like low crime because nobody wanted to fucking get in trouble and go work and literally hit fucking stone outside chained up in black and whites um all day in the arizona summer so it, it's just like it just made sense to me and it's like mm-hmm. this yeah okay colorado yeah they had aurora they have columbine they have mass shootings i get that but when it comes to like crying yo colorado springs where i'm at right now forget about it uh, aside from like a couple of transient stuff downtown mm-hmm. this is probably one of the safest places in the fucking country and it's like right map everybody's strap it's a hella conservative area which i didn't know but they're surrounded by military bases around here it's just i don't know it's a different world i just moved from dc which is the complete fucking opposite um dude dude but anyway i just yeah
1: i'm actually i'm looking to get out of this area very, very soon Relative go to soon. virginia
0: man i've i was thinking of that i was thinking
1: about virginia i was thinking of west virginia uh as super. far as locally but i think i just i think like not tomorrow or super super soon but soon enough relatively i i, I want to leave this whole area like right. I, I just want to get out of here because yeah. actually um it's funny because in 2013 i was deciding between frederick maryland or colorado springs uh those are my i had narrowed down my two decisions because colorado i mean dude the colorado runs their state like beautifully oh, man, dude, dude it's state parks are just immaculate like it's the really nice. education <laughs> system is great yeah. you know it's it's um, nice gorgeous so i i've that's i'm thinking that probably would be my next move yeah
0: well that's what we we did we looked at okay where could we live you know we looked at utah colorado and we just one by one went to each place it colorado was just the first place we went to uh and then we're like yeah we could live here i will say so i've had three open heart surgeries so my lung capacity is not the highest and my my uh, heart is always working harder than like a normal person's so my house right now where i'm sitting the elevation right now is seventy five hundred feet, bro. That's fucking high as shit, yeah. dude. Right. Like, I Pikes Peak is right outside my window. That's at fourteen five, basically, fourteen thousand. So like, you are like either at sea level, if not below it, in in Frederick. Um, right. I mean, and being an East Coast person my whole life, it is a fucking game changer, dude. When you come out here and you're at this high elevation. Denver we're thinking about even moving to Denver because it's even though it's a mile high it's still two two and a half thousand feet lower and I have no problem breathing out there I mean I got one of these fucking things man these like fucking oxygen things wow they're a joke they don't work but but it's uh it's definitely interesting you know you're going to hike here and you're like damn man like it's going up the stairs you're like fuck it takes it takes a while to get acclimated but it's fucking beautiful. And they leave you alone, dude. I've, I've seen like uh-huh. 10 uh-huh. cops since I've been here. But they have a great respect and great uh, um, relationship with police and firefighters and all that stuff. It's just there's, there's not a lot going on. So they're just right. like, you know, it's just it's a really cool place, man. You would fucking love it here, actually. Anyway.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely interested. Um, I like Charleston, South Carolina a lot, dude. So-
0: Charlotte's good, too. I lived in Charlotte for two years
1: never been there north,
0: north carolina, carolina is and- the real deal bro they're also That's another every- place
1: dude what is it i heard uh actually is it charlotte or raleigh it's just become like dude it's like the size of los angeles population charlotte now. yeah it's fucking it's it's, it's nice. the number
0: one or number two in finance now uh it's hmm. where bank of america it's like a big hub for that it grew it's ex- ex- huge it, it grew out of craziness even when i lived there before i lived there it was whatever but even when i lived there i mean it was fucking booming dude it's a it's a big city i did not even know it had skyscrapers and it does hmm. like it's
1: it's a cool I spot think I, man. I think i'm over cities
0: <laughs> yeah no we Don't, lived I'm- in the suburbs we, we're never gonna live in like a city city we're gonna live in like the burbs and stuff like that but right. i mean colorado springs is not a fucking city bro like right right yeah no this place is not. not a city but anyway talk about conspiracy theories do you ever been to the denver airport
1: uh, no I haven't but I, I know all about it yeah that's uh, some wild shit man Bro. um
0: you know the horse yeah you know you know the story behind it
1: um so are are you talking about the uh the mural
0: no no there's a, a there's this giant bucking blue bronco that's like outside of the airport when you drive in okay its eyes are red it's fucking terrifying but huh. What's crazier is the, uh, the, the creator of it, the artist, he, um, they commissioned him to do this. It took him like two years to make this fucking statue. Um, he makes it. They're about to unveil it. It falls on him and kills him. Okay. Yeah. So he's Jesus. dead. What a bad day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, it's just like all this lore around it, but when you're driving in and you, and, and the, the, the Broncos always following you with its eyes, dude, they're like, you can google it it's literally red as fuck it's like this hmm. mic it's like red eyes at night it's terrifying huh it's fucking crazy dude and then on top of that when you're in the airport obviously you know uh they have all the illuminati and the underground stuff at the airport and the murals. yes
1: that, the, the underground stuff man that's uh they're making fun I, of
0: it here at the airport they have they have murals of like hey uh, welcome to Denver. Don't forget to check out our UFOs and our underground stuff and the Illuminati's. Here. And they're like, they're literally like putting it right in front of your face. It's fucking crazy, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think like one of the things that they do masterfully well is, is they hide it right in plain sight, like right in
2: front of people, you. Know?
1: Um, it, it, it's amazing to me that people miss it. I think they've done this wonderfully with the church, um, Catholic. You know, I. Oh yeah, totally. Um, I think that the Catholic Church was invented to completely devour and destroy the true roots of Christianity. I think that's what its purpose was. Um, And I think, you know, evil loves useful idiots. So I think a lot of these people like, you know, you get into these conversations and these subjects and you start dissecting them. And, you know, it's it's not black and white, you know, like Mm. every priest in the Catholic Church knows about the conspiracy like no you know you've got some people it's it's, it's sprinkled it's it's peppered it's a gray area you know right. where some people are really about the priesthood and they really believe that shit i would again i think the minority is corrupt and evil um you know some people like i don't know they just i want to hook up with the child and i guess that's a good place to do it from what i hear right. um <laughs> you know how they get away with that shit i have no
0: idea Over well they 50, move them they move them when they get in trouble they yeah. move them to different places Over
1: 50,000 recorded cases. like That's on the record. That's insane. But if you look at the trail that this has left behind, um, dude, this connects them with the Shroud of Turin. Um, Yeah, this whole subject. This has altered my life. This was a big changing point in my life. What's it called? Um, The Shroud of Turin. Okay, it's referred to. And uh, um, the Sudarium of Oviedo. That's the other thing. Uh, So what the Shroud of Turin is, it is alleged the burial cloth of christ um i started to go down this rabbit hole i guess it was like 2008 or 9 somewhere in that period of time now i went through this period of time man uh where like uh, you know I'm, I'm gonna have to go way back for this uh childhood you know i mentioned that my childhood was very very abusive uh physically sexually um uh, it, it was a nightmare my father literally tried to kill me almost succeeded um so i grew up in horror my parents divorced when i was nine and my mother and i got it from both ends like my mom she didn't do the things my father did but she was just as bad
0: like mentally
1: Uh, oh well was a physical abuse but mentally like she was she was hard to deal with harder to deal with than he was sometimes um so she met my stepfather uh, who was a saint. Uh, I had no idea what like a, a love or a peaceful life was like until he showed up. I love this man. Um, so I mean him, he's really involved in the church. So I start going to church.
0: I have a bunch of holsters from Bravo and one of them is the inside the waistband holster. So this goes inside the waistband. If you want to conceal carry, also swap it out here, outside the waistband. So this outside of the waistband is actually like hella thin and you can see kind of like how how close to the body it can get. You could take this on the range. Um, you, you can probably conceal this and comfortably do it with, you know, a hoodie over top or whatever. If you want to open carry, um, it's up to you. They also send out mag pouches, right? So you can throw in an extra mag, you're going to the range. You don't have to unload and reload every single time. You got a little, uh, Little hollow point moment. They come in handy if you're on the range, like I said, or if you can still carry and you're one of those people that are, gotta have a lot of mags or whatever. um, You know, whatever, whatever your cup of tea is. They also send you these really cool pamphlets. They go into great details in these brochures of how to wear things properly, safety mechanisms, and all the features that all of these holsters have as well. So they really focus on educating their customers, which when it comes to guns, safety and education are... Number one, they don't have any left-handed holsters except for the Glock 19. I'm a lefty, but the right-handed holsters are so dope and they're so comfortable and concealable that I don't really give a shit. Just learn how to shoot with my right hand. And right now they're doing a buy one get one free plus free shipping, the 30 day money back guarantee and a lifetime warranty. On top of that, you, my friends, will get 10% off of any product of any purchase on their website by using explicit 10 use the code explicit 10 and you'll get 10 percent off your entire purchase from bravoconcealment.com.
1: and uh i didn't really know a whole lot about it even though my father ironically was big time in church he used to be a pastor was a deacon whatever i oh, you shit. know i guess it goes with the whole outfit it's just wild you know um he was involved in child's education worked for the government um but yeah i uh really connected with him man and i started to see the culture of the christian church close up and i got really involved in it you know it it was something that helped me greatly and uh i got to a point where you know our church had split apart this was a pentecostal church of like 1200 1300 members pretty big church for the area and uh pastor got remarried there was a huge split all this politics all this crazy stuff um so our youth group got down to like nothing uh long story short we built it back up, you know, church started flourishing again. And, uh, this youth pastor comes to me and he says, God told me to tell you that you have to take a step down. Now you can still attend church. I'm like, I got no explanation. I got nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, what? So (laughs) the point is, it was like, dude, I was like devastated by this. Um, so just once again, I just saw more corruption. And at that point in time, I walked away from not just church, but from God in general. And it was never that I doubted God's existence. I just hated it. Um, And I I would verbalize that sometime. I I reached such a dark point. Fast forward all the way into, I will say 2006, 2007. I reached such a dark point of depression um, and alcoholism. And I, I mean, like, dude, I was this close to ending my own life like this every day i would wake up i would go downstairs i would try and create some music uh you know and i would think like is today going to be the day is this a like it was, i don't want to do this shit anymore um i was filled with just hatred at god uh and i realize now fast forwarding that it wasn't god that i hated or god i had a problem with because i understand the relationship with god now where before i didn't it was human beings that I had a problem with, um, but so I come to the Shroud of churn and it, like, there's nothing I could really find in life that clicked for me, uh, where it was like, okay, because I'm analytical, dude. I, I I need something. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's just, I mean, just think about the bullshit. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. Like the interpretations of the Bible and and different sects and subsects and the Gnostics and all of Bishop aramaeus in second century, and why did he throw out these books? Like there's so much more to it uh but you come to the shroud of turn and i stopped and i'm like oh wait 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 a minute here um i personally believe that it is the scientific evidence of the exist not only the existence of christ but also the resurrection i believe it 100 and i have no doubt in my mind um the reason i believe that and uh again, a lot of people, man, they haven't done the in-depth research. So basically the Shroud of Turn, this thing, you can go down the rabbit hole of the history of it. Uh, There's a lot of information out there, but it ended up in the hands of the Catholic church. So back in the 70s, they organized what was called STERP. It's the Shroud of Turn Research Project. Uh, They analyzed this thing, did all kinds of testing, and uh, it found a lot of crazy stuff. Um, And the more they tested it, the more fascinating the testing became because they couldn't explain what was on this or why this imprint of Christ was on mm-hmm. this thing. Uh, you really have to look into this all this information because it's not anything oh, I can. some quickly.
0: I um I pulled it up. The image is fucking crazy. I'm actually <clears throat> let me sh- I've never done this before in the podcast. Let me share my screen. This is a new uh, this is a new thing for me, David. Uh-oh. I'm sharing my screen right now. So this is go. the Shroud of Turin. And basically it is, I'm going to read this real quick. The Shroud of Turin, also known as the Holy Shroud, is a length of linen cloth bearing the negative image of a man. Some describe the image as a spicti- depicting Jesus of Nazareth and believe the fabric is the burial shroud in which he was wrapped in after crucifixion And this is multiple images of... That the- one... Yeah,
1: That one right there that you just had on? Go back. Nope. Uh, It was a little bit lighter. That. That is one that is a picture that's like unedited as far as like that's kind of what it looks like, the photograph of it. That looks like the real copy of the the shroud. Now, here's the thing. Um, So just a, a, a couple quick points. So basically, they went through all of this testing, and the carbon dating came out. That it came through uh medieval times so what the scientific community now it, this is where it gets complicated there's too many things that uh don't make sense about it um there was a guy ray rogers who was on the uh, shroud Turn research project he was a big skeptic uh and he didn't believe it like and as soon as the carbon dating came out he was like all right so there is no way that this thing is real carbon dating has proved it that's that but you know you have all these other anomalies like they found pollen on it that only exists within a 60 square mile radius of jerusalem um there is human blood uh i do so many you know the tri tri-bone pattern weave that's in it comes from a certain era of time um there's just endless things that support that this was created and exists in the time of christ now here's the thing so again the catholic church if you look at where they cut okay now ray rogers so i bring him up um he was uh, actually yeah i got something on him right here uh so it was uh i think he was a chemist yeah okay yeah so ray rogers was a chemist um and thermal analysis and he ended up writing a paper completely changing his opinion and altering his opinion And this is what did it for me about the carbon dating, because where they cut it uh, was a repair was made. And you can see the, uh, the pattern weave is different, which would have come from 13th century in that era of time. So they cut out a part where they did the carbon dating that was cut from a repair that was made. It wasn't the actual burial cloth. Now, he wrote a paper on this right before he died. He unfortunately died of cancer before he was able to publish it um completely changing and he was like i said he was one of the biggest skeptics um so now you have dude you also have the uh sedarium of Oviedo, which is the face cloth of christ which completely matches the shroud with a lot of the same elements that are on it uh there's just too many things that support it um, when when you go down the rabbit hole so make sure i've got actually i got the documentaries dude I, i download all this information i have terabytes of data that i keep um just just in case uh just in case you know yeah well, never of Alexandria Burns um but uh, <laughs> uh plus like I also like later in life I've got plans for that stuff um yeah so right as soon as this starts to become a subject in the media again what does the Catholic Church do they spray it and they seal it now, they, they sprayed it because there's like some kind of parasitic treatment, like certain bugs and shit. I mean, when you're in an air-sealed basic vault, I, I don't know what kind of parasites or bugs are going to be able to get in there to devour the cloth, but they ended up spraying it anyway. And when this happened, that will completely destroy any chance of any further carbon dating. Wow. So in true form, the Catholic Church has made it impossible to find the truth out through carbon dating. Um, how did they get it it. so a family donated it to them uh I can't remember the name of the family um I wish I could remember all this who found this I forget how the family ended up with but it's like patchy through history Uh, the earliest record that we have of it I think is 11th century um and the thing is this thing has been considered a relic through its entire existence it's been protected and moved um so you saw those those marks in it uh like the the black marks those are fire uh marks from a fire because damage occurred there was a, a fire that occurred and then, and like they freaked out and had to remove it from this fire so that's how much care was given into this relic but um
0: we, it was we don't found have by it was found by a knight huh it was found by a knight knight geoffrey de charny uh discovered it he's a french knight and the small town of leary in north central france in the mid 1350s
1: yeah right Uh, so fuck yeah yeah so there we are again with the templars you know templar knights and the whole you know i don't know the ren le chateau conspiracy have have you ever read the book holy blood holy grail
2: no
1: that's a rabbit hole you got to get into that man they talk (laughs) about the bloodline of christ like christ having an actual bloodline um I don't know what I believe about that. Not then there's all this other stuff that connects to that story about how Christ ended up in India. And that's where like the missing years are from, because there's a lot of, um, dude, I went on like a a good two year rabbit hole on this one, like in-depth research. Um, you know, just because, I mean, I want to know what the truth is again. I just want to, I want to know the truth. That's all life is a fascinating, crazy thing. And I just want to know as much as I can, like, right. I don't look at life as some simple fleeting thing, man. Like we are self-generated organisms. The, I, the, the whole system is baffling to me. Stardust. Um, yeah. Uh, and I mean, I've gone down like all the religious rabbit holes, dude. I, I've done it all. Anything that's out there. I've even looked into a couple cults. You know, I'm like, yeah, hey, I might join that shit this week. See what's up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And yeah, fucking, you know, pulling some some weird underwear that shelters my body and fucking get weird.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, fucking what's the Jim Jones, man? Jim Jones it up.
1: Oh yeah, that guy, dude. Oh man. Dude. Well,
0: I know the knights of I know the Templars from uh the video game Assassin's Creed.
1: Right, right, right. See what they do is <laughs> they uh they they only talk about major subject points, you know. Right. And then they bury off the rest or they twist certain facts or spin certain things. Like for instance, the carbon dating on this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The carbon dating came out the way that it did and whatever else. And that contradicted everything else, but right. they nobody thought to take it any further than that and ask why did the radio carbon dating come out this way? Right. Oh, well, it's because they cut out from a fucking repair that was made and not another piece of the cloth. Um, Damn, that's fucking. You know, dude i think the greatest conspiracy in existence is the cover-up of christ and the cover-up of creation i am 100 percent firmly believe this like i have come to a point of clarity in the last year of my life with what all of this is at least to a degree i mean i don't want to sound like i know everything everything but like the major points i i think i've clarified and i've spent an entire lifetime researching this shit you know trying to figure this out And I think that like, that's a big one, dude. That was, you know, I was talking about earlier about the depression and the darkness and coming to this point and understanding this and having such a sense of completion and calm, because I I feel like the human knows inherently when it reaches a moment of truth, right? You know, you connect to it. It, it, It's, it's an energetic thing. It's, it's an emotional experience that you have where it's just, it's a sense of completion and When i came to this i just i don't know i knew it man it it clicked in my being that wow this is it you know so then i started asking the questions like why would they want to cover this up you know why why would you know who what when why are the socratic method just going down the line of all these possibilities right and because you know there is pure evil in existence it's that simple you know there has to be man. uh i i mean we live in a world where hideous shit goes on man like horrible terrible things that people don't even want to talk about um i mean like you know the catholic church alone is just a monster story man like this i don't understand for the life of me how this organization still exists you know right but you know they're they're trying to cancel people like joe rogan and shit like it's <laughs> what right. the fuck that's this, this is mind-blowing to me man
2: you know dude.
0: i
1: think it's they don't want the responsibility of what it's going to take to change the world you know, okay i just want to make shit up and bitch about shit that's
0: right really what... You're, th- this thing is kind of crazy actually now you got me fucked up um because i'm not a religious person like at all dude like i literally don't believe in god i don't believe i believe that there are uh extra tra- i'm just joking i believe that there, um like there's something i just don't know what it is um but this is crazy uh i found on history.com so legit right history the history channel um legit enough legit enough to where what i'm about to read is i would believe this so um it's a 14 foot linen cloth first of all but here's seven facts facts about this thing this is crazy uh, it was it, it. first surfaced in medieval France, like I mentioned before, with that knight in, thir- in the 1350s. Number two, the Pope soon declared it was not an actual historic relic. Catholic yep. Church. Yep. Number three, De Charny, who was the knight who found it, his granddaughter was excommunicated for selling it to the Italian royals. Right? Hmm. Okay. Number f- four, before the shroud moved to Turin, it was almost lost in fire, like you said. Yep. Number five, there have been many scientific studies about its about its authenticity. Uh, in 1970s, the shroud research project is what you talked about. Um, blah, blah blah blah. In 1988, one scientist group said their analysis showed it originated 1260 to 19 or, or to
1: 1390.
0: Yep, but Carbon dating. Yep, and. 2018, uh, they said their analysis showed it originated between 300 BC and AD 400, um, which is crazy. And then this is the craziest one. Oh no, no, that number six. It's protected bulletproof glass. Um, In 2020 is when they announced the light of devastation of COVID. They made it into a digital version of it. So now it's digitized. And it's on; hence, how we can, you know, it's like a digitized version on it. It's so now; it's not um, just in its own like bulletproof glass casing. It's it's digitized, so it's like actually like it's never gonna go away. Um, right? Damn, bro, that's fucking wild, bro.
1: Yeah. Yep. Dude, uh, I, I, again, like uh, I have to say, man, Raymond Rogers, Ray Rogers, the chemist, who, dude, the truth was more important to him. Than anything you know uh, uh that he's wow. he's the entire reason because that this thing turned around the way that it did because a he had the courage to come out and say what he did and say hey guess what i was wrong about this here's the truth you know that is symbolic of how these situations go you know uh and he took the time to actually do something about it number two you know he wrote right. a paper and try to get this publicized like this uh, the, the new information and again they're bearing this like why is this not you know ma- major news i've I, never I heard know. of this in my life it makes right exactly <laughs> you know <laughs> it's people live in a world like i don't. I can't live in a world any differently than i do now like i don't understand how people walk through life completely unaware uh and blissfully ignorant like i, I just I, I don't get it yeah I, I have no idea i don't know how they do it um and when shit like this is there right beneath the surface because I, I think they, it's maybe they like to live in the lie.
0: Well, it's, it's, it, it's, it's something it's like, uh, like you said earlier, like people want other people to do shit and not them. Right. So it's like, yeah. kind of like out of sight, out of mind. The other thing I read in here that I forgot to mention was, where is it? Um, <clears throat> Was it scientist part? Sorry. Uh, there you go, man. This is fucking crazy to me. Oh, uh, in 2018, researchers used forensic technologies or, well, techniques to argue the blood stains on the shroud couldn't have come from Christ. They argued that. But I don't know what the fuck that means. So there is blood on it, yes. but they're, they're saying that it did not come from christ and then when i open up that over the past
1: i love how uh you know as soon as you disprove one of their earlier talking points they have a new talking point right you know that's further discredits it sure yeah I, i i mean i'm all about the truth and transparency uh dude when you look at the whole subject of this dude you know after I, I have two documentaries in mind i'll send you the information of um i know i think one of them you can see on youtube um right. if not i can say you know i would put a flash drive and mail it or whatever um or i guess i, I suppose i could upload it i don't know if it's i don't know
2: if it's you just put it
0: to my google drive
1: oh yeah 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 i could do that too um i never use my google drive
0: I use it all
2: the
1: time. Yeah, I probably should. Um but yeah, it's uh dude, it fills in so many of the blanks so quickly. It it, it was a life-changing experience for me. Um it, it altered the entire direction of my life. And
0: this it, this thing that we're talking about.
1: Yes. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah Um Yeah, I mean from that moment on I've always wanted to try and make the world a better place. I've always wanted to contribute to music. I've always wanted to contribute to things better. Th- this just helps bring it all together. Uh, and I-, I-, I am a completely different place in a different direction now because of it. like, I have no interest in enriching myself, you know, like I have no huge dreams of, you know, being super wealthy for the sake of being rich. Um, right. It's just not there, man. Like I find more joy in life st- sticking to an enduring relationships and situations that are more troublesome to me that benefit other people, you know? right? It's just, it's better. And I think that's a better way to live. I guess everything's different for everyone. But I look at, because I was always very confused, man. And this is, I think, one of the reasons I was so attached to the subject. I was very confused with how the church would behave and how Christ behaved in writings. It's the like Catholic Church. The, I, when I say the church, I mean the Christian church in general, like Catholics, Lutherans, Protestants, like Pentecostals, the whole nine yards. I mean, I, I feel like now how you interpret certain specific dogmas is whatever, but I think the general idea of the church is Christ was the example, you're supposed to try and live like him. Right. S- simple assessment uh, and it astonishes me. Like I, I read the Bible and I've always, always loved the character of Christ. Um, this is someone who always defended weak people. If you, if you look at the the political scenarios, I always try and like model things. If I were there, what would it look like politically and culturally in the time? So i think about it and i'm like i kind of put myself in there in the moment when i'm reading it like what did it look like who were the pharisees who were the sadducees who were the temple priests what did all this shit look like so the political upheaval that was going on in the time of christ was there was a a a a very how do i put this um there's a very strict relationship between the the priests Mm -hmm. the pharisees and the sadducees you know um the people, the Jews, and the Romans. Um, you know, the Romans were the ones in power and they had to walk a very fine line, you know. So the temple priest did in order to keep their, uh, their priesthood and their culture intact. I feel like that was part of their political motivation. Um, but the people, you know, the impoverished who were treated as slaves by the Roman culture, they wanted a king, a king of the Jews so what do we have you know this this christ guy comes out and he's just talking to people and you know being a part of the culture that's there you know the priesthood was a part of the culture he's coming and he's talking about you know how a human should behave and all this other shit so this guy's afraid not afraid to speak publicly so the the people are empowered by him you know they they want to name him king he's now drawing these crowds you know and the temple priests are standing there watching looking like Oh, man, this guy's going to be a problem. He's making too much noise. Like, we have to shut him up. Uh, We could lose our whole priesthood, you know, like, what are the Romans going to think if, this is what I assume was kind of going on at the time. I think it's why the mockery came of Christ, where they put INRI on the top of the cross that said King of the Jews, I think it was a mockery from the Roman soldiers because the people wanted him to be a literal king of the jews Mm. because they they wanted to separate themselves from rome and the priests like they wanted a new revolution uh and uh, ironically you know um christ wanted to give them that but it had nothing to do with the the political structure of it um but yeah uh, you look at christ in these situations and he didn't care about the consequences he wasn't thinking when he called out the pharisees and the sadducees and pointing out their their uh their hypocrisies in public embarrassing them in front of people he didn't care about what the consequence was going to be he wasn't thinking like oh man these people might want to kill me you know oh man this could make my life hard like he didn't give a shit he took it all on he was a rebel man uh and he he rebelled against fear he rebelled against bigotry and hatred and separation I, I, i look at the stuff that he talked about you know love thy neighbor as thyself like we need to try and l- love each other a little bit more here um so much of that has gotten twisted and the meaning of the church i'm actually I-, I haven't been telling many people this but um i'm founding a ministry and i've been building it um for the last i'd say it's been almost a year now uh i bought the web domain and what else i'm like trying to organize put it all together now uh called the red shield um and its whole purpose dude Uh, it's going to be kind of like a project veritas of the church um because i think it's it's so vital and it's so important that the actual purpose and the truth of what christ was has been manipulated it's been sullied it's been destroyed uh and the entire image of it is wrong it's been wrong and i don't blame people you know I used to be one of them. I don't blame people anymore for hating the church or you know I, I expect a lot of my friends probably right now are going to be like, "Oh, wow, dude, you're a Jesus freak now." Like you know, <laughs> I, I understand why they think that way because it's just been one hypocrisy after the next. The church has done horrible, horrible shit, and it's wrong. it's all wrong. Uh, you know, I, I feel like we need a revolution and a redefinition of spiritual culture in this country, you know, and I'm like. <laughs> it's ironic man because i've always always been super fond. it's probably my favorite story of the bible david and goliath you know where you got this little kid basically who used to get picked on by his brothers and shit and they're like you're not going to be anybody ever and you know he just pff, smacks out this giant with a rock you know right. like that's actually why i call it the red shield that's uh where that comes from um i i, I think it's insane to think that i could take something like that on but Again, it's, it's not about like whether I'm going to succeed or not. Uh, I think this is some, I believe in this. I'm passionate about It's something that needs to happen, you know? Like we need to start loving each other again. We need to start focusing on the truth. We need to have the courage to hold these people accountable in public, whether, no matter what we're going to lose in the process, even if it means our lives, like I, I don't care what I lose. And you know what? I have minimized my life as much as possible. Like I did. I live in a small one bedroom apartment. Like my, my material possessions are very minimal uh i only keep like the nice things that i want like for audio recording and stuff like that i got like an xbox and some games like i don't need anything else i don't want anything else that's all i want i don't want a big house i want to I be safe secure and this is what i want because when the time comes where i know it's going to come and they're going to try and take it away from me there's nothing they can take they can't take it because i don't have Who's it they? i don't want it uh i think the people that want to have the same people that, that and forces that have been trying to destroy this message and delude this message from the beginning of time. Which uh, for are lack of a better word, evil. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like I, I believe in pure evil. I believe in evil entities, like, you know, call like me demons crazy, and stuff. And like, Ab- absolutely. absolutely. Oh, shit. Totally.
0: You ever seen the shit. show evil?
1: Yes. I love that show. It's that
0: show's show. fucking good, dude. For an ABC yeah. show. Excellent. Like,
1: yeah, I haven't seen season two yet. I keep putting it off. It's scary sure as so fuck. It's great. It's totally great, man. Yeah, I'm Act-
0: like, it's. I was surprised because I was like, damn, typically those NBC shows are fucking trash. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that one was fucking good. Sorry to like yeah. completely go off. Oh, but no, that's all right. It reminded me of, of that because they do a very good job of talking about good and evil and that.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a great show. Uh Yeah, dude, actually... <laughs> Uh, I understand it's all specky. See, I've I've been picking up all these loose details from different conspiracy theories and different information. And I feel like that's the one thing I do is I pull all these different pieces from other things and I'm able to uh, almost globalize them and put them into one. Mm. And uh, I I think a lot of this has been about destroying man and man's natural structure. You know, Uh, a lot of the evil shit that's out there. Um, why it is the way it is or all the technical details on it I I don't know dude but I've experienced way too many things in life for something not to be there I've always known that there's something else there I mean I've seen shit dude like I've I've had visions throughout my life and, and you know people can believe it or not believe it it's it's just dude I've always had intuitions about people very clear intuitions down to very specific details of their life. When I was younger, a lot of people can testify to this too, where they've actually seen it. You know, people I don't even know, man. Well, I I would have an awareness of certain specific things, like them being in a room with a person that was like wearing certain clothing. Like, yeah, this person in the red shirt was doing this, you know, and it it would always be showing me things of um, important Parts, pieces of their life, usually that were related to extreme pain and trauma, and um, again, maybe that's because like I can identify it with myself, right. right? And that's what all of this is about, dude. It's about healing the pain and trauma. I am convinced that this world and this country suffers from PTSD
2: you
1: know? uh, and addictive behaviors, and everybody's got their poison. Everybody's got their way of dealing with it, and I think there's only one remedy. There's only one remedy. Um, people don't want to accept reality for what it is they don't want to see it for for whatever reason i think some people try some people want to ignore it entirely but I, i don't think anybody can really dispute that we have a very serious serious problem on our hands like as time passes by and we start to see some of the shit that gets exposed you know like i mean who knew about human child trafficking and the evils of the porn industry right outside of the last five years you know like i mean you know like the dark web showed people i mean and this shit's been going on forever it's not like just all magically all of a sudden i mean dude the human child trafficking industry is a multi-billion dollar a year industry you know these are kids that are kidnapped and taken dude sarah almost got yanked up once in california she was telling me about it they've got all these signs up out there call modeling agency, blah, 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 blah. They have literal people walk around, snatch your kid and sell them to pedophiles, dude. Yeah. You know? I mean, some of these people have been trafficked, dude, hundreds and hundreds of times in a year. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem, you know? The yeah, no, that- I,
0: that, 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 that's a huge thing. I actually talked to uh, Joe Dugan. He's the head of the... Um, uh, uh crimes against child children or whatever in maryland for this maryland state troopers and he he's the one that's always like going undercover and pretending to be a kid and like setting people up and like arresting them over state stuff and some of the shit he tell he told me i was like what the fuck and he was like i I told him i was like well you know with covid everything shrank down it had to get better right he said no actually it got like about four times worse because now everybody was forced to go on their computers and forced to go on their phones. Then that's where all the pedophiles moved to was back to the internet versus physically going out uh, like a, you know, Chris Hansen type deal. All right. 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 Crazy.
1: It's uh it's hideous. Um, I, I It's funny, man. Cause like you say I'm intelligent and it's, it's I appreciate that, but I feel like I'm just kind of naive in a sense too. Uh, sure. Because I, I expect people to be more than they are, and I, I something I can never figure out. You know, I finally starting to accept it. Um, I couldn't figure out for the life of me why I would bring these subjects up, and I wanted to start to talk about this shit, and they just didn't want to hear about it. Like they wouldn't regard it. Like a lot of people, they'll just act like they didn't even hear you. Yeah. Uh, and I realized because they do this because they don't want the uncomfortability of having to face the subject.
0: Super uncomfortable. Yeah. Source yeah, of that topic.
1: It, how fucking selfish is that? Yeah. How disgustingly selfish is that? What kind of a piece of shit do you have to be in your life not to be able to talk about something, have an awareness once again, oh, I'll let somebody else deal with kids getting raped. You know, right. I don't want to talk about that. It'll ruin my day. It'll put me in a bad mood. Like that is the problem, dude. Yep. And that is why we are faced with the things that we are. It's Selfishness. It all comes back to selfishness. It's 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 what it is. Yeah. You know, all the negative uh, attributes that we have in a culture relate back to selfishness, and that's where this whole Christ thing comes to play. Uh, I feel like he was the opposite of that, you know. Yeah. The total opposite. And I hope to create the uh, programs and the systems in place to at least bring an awareness to it, you know. Yeah. And uh, shine a light on some of the corruption that exists, because I feel like there's a whole world out there that, you know, even though we've got so many great. Uh, Journalistically, so, like for instance, I bring up Project Veritas. There's a lot of great journalists and a lot of excellent content creators out there that are creating awareness for things. There's a whole underworld out there that isn't being touched. You know? Oh, for sure, yeah. And it's it's got to happen.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I I fucking like doing this podcast. Honestly, man, opened up my eyes to a lot of shit. Like I didn't even know. Obviously, you know who Jimmy Savile is. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know who he was until um i was talking to someone about epstein and then epstein dug me a little bit further into jimmy savile and i'm like dude like what the fuck and now you got netflix in four days or three days coming out with a documentary about jimmy savile uh i don't know how much they're going to touch on the child side of things and and you know the last was it the last ride or whatever the boat trips and stuff that he would do with children and like you know uh, and then of course you know being i lived in pennsylvania for many years and uh, penn state was a big thing and when sandusky came out it's just like what the fuck these people are in these like children funneling situations that are Mm -hmm. right in front of your face and you know patino whatever paterno whatever his name like the the head coach knew about it for years and you know it's just it's fucking crazy man that these people are put in these situations but jimmy Savile was one that really kind of Fucked with me a lot because I mean, he was knighted by the fucking queen man yeah like he was rolling like he was even higher than epstein like you know what i'm saying like just yep. in the circles he was in it was just like what the
1: fuck you could see when you go back and you watch the savile footage of him uh you can see this arrogance on his face like oh. he knows he's untouchable yes you know? yeah the
0: trailer him. of the netflix documentary shows that he's just like so like open to flint point about it and just like Oh, I'm not untouchable. I mean he the stuff he would do on national television to people was like, what the fuck, man? Like you're yeah. ballsy as shit, but you know yep. you're not you're untouchable, man. Yep. Crazy stuff.
1: It's people that allow that motherfucker to exist. Human 100%. beings allow that shit. It, it's mind blowing to me.
0: Um, um I have a question. Unless if you yep. want it, what were you about to say?
1: I don't know. I was I was uh gonna mentioned something vague about something i watched on him with uh uh uh, i I won't get into too many graphic details but it was um child children and corpses basically um i mean this guy used to just dump bodies apparently apparently um but I i don't know enough information about that i can't remember enough about the information about it to um elaborate on that but yeah, that, dude, it, it, it goes like way deeper with Savile. Um, I mean, he, he had a, a, entire systems. And you know, like they always target impoverished kids.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: How do you impoverish a community? You know, like yeah. that's the next question. How, yeah. how do you accomplish poverty? Marxism, communism, you know, uh, keep people dependent. Um, it's the same thing with periods. You need vulnerability in order to take advantage of children in this way yep uh you know so take you take their power away Yep. Uh, i mean I, I think we're seeing uh really i'm not you know saying that there's this grand conspiracy uh uh to uh i don't know mass to molest children but uh, i mean i think it's interesting that we're seeing a lot of these people connected they, they their names come up in certain subjects and situations and i want to be careful about what i say i don't want to say too much but hmm, what are a couple names i can mention
2: well,
0: well you, we you, all
1: know about epstein yeah. um well just and, talk
0: about sandusky i mean he he actually himself ran uh underprivileged children fun foundations he had a, a funnel Of children, and then the football programs they would have. Oh, Penn State coach is going to help my children. Fuck yeah! Like, right? It's 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 Sabo had the same thing. It's fucking bananas.
1: Yep, it's nuts. It's yeah. yeah, You have to wonder, like, how does someone see? I, I mean, here's the question. This is why I come back to evil being present, and I believe in conscious evil. You have to ask yourself the question, and I'm sure you have. How does someone get this? corrupt how does someone get this right. fucked up you know to where you not only want to have some sort of sexual relation with a child you want to force it upon them and hey not only that you want to create an entire system an entire system. industry wrap right. around you to keep it going in the pipeline no matter what you have to do this right. is your main thing i don't believe that that develops you know and i mean i guess there's an argument there and a debate about if you know you're born this way and nature versus nurture and whatever other shit but either way like what the existence is of this i'm sorry dude it's evil it's pure evil you can't tell me when you look in the eyes of jimmy savile or you look in the face of jeffrey epstein right that this is just human nature
0: you know right it's that's not natural
1: (laughs) no absolutely not
0: no well Uh, do you think it's the um like with children in particular uh like the conspiracy of like the what's it called when they sacrifice children and at their at, when they're like heightened and then they drink right blood. what's it i've called? heard
1: about this not adrenaline uh, adrenochrome
0: um, adrenochrome right
1: yeah i mean uh. so i think a lot of that came from um i think a lot of the discussion came from uh fear and loathing las vegas hunter s thompson who's like my favorite author uh there is a moment where, it's in the movie too, where Johnny Depp's in the hospital and he's dropping the drops of adrenochrome and the lawyer's talking about uh, so, uh, Benicio del Toro mm-hmm. is playing the, the lawyer and he's like, got it from a Satanist freak, uh, pure adrenochrome. Um, that's, that's where I think a lot of that comes from. Now, there's other claims, you know, uh, that came out of the Southern District of New York. That there was a video circulating and some. I mean, so here's the thing: some of the stuff, I think, is partially true, and the shit does exist on the dark web, dude. Like there are snuff videos, there is shit like oh, yeah. that out there. Yep. Um, th- these things do happen, and there is a sick underground. At the same time, I think it's messed with folk tales. That's kind of seems to, to to be the thing in human culture, whether all like all over the world, man. Like it, it's truth mixed with bullshit. Sure. Do I think it's possible? I think this is what I think. I think that, and this is a fact, this is indisputable. There is a huge blood consumption industry um, where rich assholes are buying lots of blood Um, and children's blood is the best. And they do this to extend their health and the life of their bodies. That's why these motherfuckers, you know, like some of these people, you know, you're like, why aren't they dead yet? They're like a hundred and fucking two, you know, like how the fuck do they get to be so old? Well, you know, they're injecting blood. Like there are treatments that you can do. So when you think about it, like how you put it uh, in in its form, you are kind of consuming the blood of a child.
0: Right. Just not in the way that it's being portrayed.
1: Right. Which could still be fucked up. right so do i think that there are some very deep evil subcultures i I had to spend a lot of time on this one man because i became so divided i found my place uh when you know the elections the 2016 election were going on especially like 2020 election i found myself by the end of uh 2020 i found myself so outside of the circle on both sides um you know because I I used to get so mad at some of these conspiracy theorist people Mm -hmm. uh, because they're just batshit crazy. Like, you talk about the Adrenochrome shit. Um, You know, they're just super convinced, no matter what you say. If you you even so much as ask for evidence or try and call them out, like, hey, listen, this isn't true. If you find a quote that's wrong and you point it out, like, that's bullshit. He never. I think, what was the one? Uh, Mel Gibson. That's one of the ones that was flying around. With the blood of Hollywood feeds on the blood of children. Tom
0: Hanks, too.
1: So Mel Gibson... There's this meme goes around people, a lot of people in these uh, conspiracy groups say that he said that Hollywood feeds on the boat of children. Okay, this never happened. It's, it takes five seconds to look up this information <clears throat> and see that it's wrong. Um, so you try and talk to these people like, hey, it's false. Like, I'm with you. I'm on your side. I agree that there is a problem with children being trafficked and in some cases sacrificed. There is some weird shit that goes on out there. But this isn't true.
0: Yeah, this ain't it.
1: They don't care. They double down on it. They're just like, "No, it's true." Blah blah blah. Like they're just as bad as the ones who ignore the shit, man. Right. right. Like and and say it doesn't exist. So I found myself like on the outside of these worlds. Um, after all, because these subjects didn't really start coming into light until uh 2016. I would say
0: 16 is when shit really started to come out with this with this stuff particularly. Right. Yep.
1: Yeah. Dude, I remember talking about Epstein before way before that. And uh, people would tell me all the time, I've gotten used to it now. I'm at the point where I'm like, uh, and now I'm finally used to it. We're like, you're crazy. That's not there's no way, there's no way something like that could be going on. Right. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> all right, man. You know, and yep. here we are, fast forward the clock. Yep. Um, I have a theory, it's total speculation. Uh I have nothing to back this up but I <laughs> this is my favorite think, type <laughs> <laughs> um i think that uh i don't think Epstein killed himself and okay. i think he is i think he's uh, working with the government or whoever um i think he turned state's evidence i think that's what's happening really totally i, I think he's exposing the whole system totally yeah you're that's talking funny. about a guy who is, is completely invested in self interest?
0: Yeah, I said that on my uh, episode I did with my buddy Mike Stewart, the black uh, belt uh, jujitsu guy at his dojo. I think it was because this is right when Epstein killed himself. And I actually talked to you about this, and you gave me this idea. And I started doing some looking, at, you know, some research and stuff like that. And I came to the same conclusion of like, I don't think he killed himself. I don't think the Clintons killed him. I think that they faked his death so they can yep. gather more information from him.
1: Yep. So, and, and here's the thing. This is like why I point to this. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before. Actually, I did a short video on this. Um, in, what was it, 2017, by uh, February of 2017, when Sessions was named attorney general by mm-hmm. Trump, human trafficking and child arrests had gone up over a thousand percent. Um, there was Mm. over 75,000 arrests made, uh, in the first, what was it? yeah, the first quarter of,
0: yeah, Trump uh, really hit that after
1: Trump's, yeah, actually, no, it was the first, it was the first 45 days. That's right. Um, yeah, this is way long ago. Um, dude, I, I, I consumed all the data. I provided the links. I like depth research, like listed the counties. I think I, I mean, I, I still might have the video. Uh, I don't think I took it down. Actually, maybe I did. I don't know. I got to figure it out. But yeah, um, I started on the subject because right when this started to form, I saw what was going on with the Department of Homeland Security and what Trump did with it. He completely changed it and turned it. I played the the commercial and the video as well where you see uh, it flashes on. There's a guy walking down the street and they draw attention to uh, slave labor and human child trafficking in this Homeland Security commercial. Um, And pointing out reporting it. So now Department of Homeland Security was created during the Bush administration as a result of Mm
2: -hmm.
1: 9-11. Governor Ridge from Pennsylvania was in charge of this. This had nothing to do with human child trafficking at all. Okay. Um, Some of the first executive orders that Trump signed were human child trafficking orders. Okay. So this is evidence that this is an issue that is very important now. All right. This is what he's dealing with. He's exposing it. He's, he's bringing it in the national dialogue. Now he's making this a major concern. It's one of his top five initiatives to expose it and deal with it. Now, wouldn't you say he was in kind of some circles where a couple people had these issues, like say Epstein? Uh, Bill Clinton, yeah. uh, Jeffrey Epstein, like he knew these people, you know, right. like you have record of him banning Jeffrey Epstein at Mar-a-Lago. He did that. That's indisputable. Uh, But the media never likes to talk about this shit. So, from day one, he has been at this. Now, Bill Barr is Attorney General when Epstein kills himself. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that with Donald Trump in the White House and Jeffrey Epstein as an asset that they would let that fucking guy die no 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 you're not playing children here man like i don't care if you love donald trump you hate donald trump there's one thing that you can say about donald trump and that is he is nowhere near stupid dude the guy is stupid smart he may not be able to express himself uh coherently sometimes but dude he's a genius you know not gonna let his 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 big winning lottery ticket just burn up and disappear. So right.
2: Um
1: yeah, and then you have like rumors of uh I mean here's another thing like people don't talk about, which is why these podcasts matter and discussing these things matters because we really need to take the media back because they're not doing their fucking jobs. Um this is how people get created awareness now. Uh and if you don't have a billion dollars behind you, you know it's easy for the industries to call you crazy and conspiracy theorists. doesn't matter what you're saying is truthful or not. Um yeah uh there's talk of and i've got two different friends in the military one has been in the military for over 20 years and they don't tell me any kind of like crazy shit um but during the what was it? i think it was 2017 um there were rumors of the national guard running operations throughout the country and sounded like let's see guys would report on hearing what sounded like bombs being and you'll notice there was like a lot of uh, earthquakes popping up um through some of these areas where there's alleged underground tunnels and uh underground areas and once again you go into the history of the united states dude we have massive underground tunnel systems here it's it's insane you know look into that one i don't know if you know anything about that like the national Uh,
0: parks too i think
1: yes yep yeah so I mean, this shit has been going on, dude. You go all the way back into biblical times, all right? You go uh, and culturally across the world, you know, child sacrifice has been a thing. It's there, you know. Um, and, and you have to put these pieces together for yourself and see patterns. I, I, I look at the algorithms and I, I pattern recognition, I guess is what they call it. I recognize patterns and I can put these similarities together um like I was telling you about the uh it? the documentary I sent you on the sounds um I'm actually in the process now of collecting all this data with these sounds and I'm going to clip them all together so you can hear uh the uh the sounds of whatever these creatures are dude I think they sound demonic and evil. like
0: like dude, the YouTube you premiums and stuff yeah I do
1: yeah you know, yeah dude it's like listen to that audio and uh tell me that you know
0: 411 missing people thing yeah David, yep. stop. Like, I love hiking. I love going out in national parks. I'm not going to let you ruin this for me right now. Um, I just Googled, does the U.S. have underground tunnels? There's nothing quite so mysterious as a deep, dark tunnel leading into the unknown. America is riddled with abandoned tunnels that continue to f- fascinate with their incredible histories and beautiful construction. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. It brings uh the uh term right beneath the surface to a whole new meaning, dude. <laughs> it's well, all but what right. Was,
0: but back to your theory about Epstein of him being uh
1: Oh, I, I think that uh they're mapping out the entire systems because you know, like I said, the human child trafficking industry, you have to understand, man, these people or if, if they're even people, because I, I think that I think it's a, a relationship of people and evil entities separate beings um that's a whole nother rabbit hole i'm not even gonna go down that's that's another in detailed subject but um these people have to have a system in place because they can't do it in front of people now they've gotten comfortable you know where they've let certain shit leak out you know i guess you you get to the point where you become such a godlike status where you just start to ignore the rule of law, which, again, ironically, we're seeing a complete and total destruction of the rule of law. Right. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to dismantle it completely. And What's beautiful about the law is it's the same for everyone. Doesn't matter what your fucking gender is. Doesn't matter what your nationality is. Anything at all. The law is the same for all of us. Right. And should be acquired equally. equal. That's why it matters. They want to dismantle this. So I think, you know, if you have all the resources in the world to do it, why not create in a completely ulterior life in an underground system where you can be whoever you want to be, you know, like what they're trying to do, in my opinion, is they're trying to turn that into above grounds. Um, I think you can see it trending, like mm-hmm. what they're, what they're trying to do. You, you have to read between the lines, obviously, and you have to be smart to see the patterns of what they do and how they do it but I think that's what they're trying to accomplish above ground. I think they're trying to make the, you can see it with YouTube, dude. You can see with what they're putting in schools with children's health educations, like look the fucking books. Some of these kids are reading, dude. It's mind blowing. If I had a child in school and you know, what, what do you have out of, out of this administration that just came out, you know, the whole uh, uh, notice from the FBI to parents, which, yeah, there are some couple crazy cases out there where parents showed up and they were threatening the school boards. And yes, these people are assholes, you know, but the FBI, out of all the shit they have to worry about that's going on in the world, you know, they're going after the parents. Well, why? Why are the parents showing up and why are they so enraged? Because children are being taught some of the most foul, disgusting things. It's, it's astonishing. And I'm not talking about awareness of body parts and shit like that. Have you read some of this shit? No. no oh dude uh you gotta look into some of this man it's disgusting what children what do you mean like in health class do. yes sexual education yes yes it's not as simple anymore as girls have a vagina and boys have a penis like dude they get into some fucked up shit um yeah like trans uh, uh, stuff yes that okay. and uh here man let me see if i can find it I'll, I'll try and dig up a couple links um i don't have them right on hand but um yeah i'll dig up the links dude okay. why these parents are so pissed off you right. know, dude, that's why the elections just went in Virginia the way they went, you know, because that's, you know, fuck with people's kids, man. Right. And they know this. So, yeah, they have to hide it uh, and cover it up. It's, uh, it's this. Uh, damn it, dude. I'm trying to think of the one book. I can't I can't remember what it is, man. But, well, yeah, they're actually talking about sexual processes, you know, like how to give a blowjob, how what? to pleasure yourself. Yes. Yes, dude. Yeah.
2: So what they're the trying what? to
1: indoctrinate this, so they can bring it into the surface. That's what this is all about. It's not. It's not just about a system of screwing kids. Although for some reason they they seem to love that. Seems to be a part of it. Uh, they seem to create entire systems. Like dude, like, like fucking Catholic Church. I mean, right. dude, have you ever? Uh, uh, what is it? Um, The Keepers. I believe it's called. Have you watched
0: that? Is that a movie?
1: no it's a documentary on netflix
0: it is with the nuns
1: yes yes yep. i it
0: looks scary so i don't watch it.
1: dude it's it, it's uh, i blow your fucking mind is it
0: scary it's, it looks like a demonic type
1: no 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 oh it's, fuck it, right. it, it, no it's not about evil shit no um yeah it's uh about the catholic church and pedophilia and rape and shit it's all right i'll it's, check it it's, out it's mind-blowing
0: well, let me Finally. ask you, though, because, OK, so you think that Epstein is working with the government and he is there kind of like, you know, ace in the pocket where it's like we got he's now mapping all of this stuff out behind the scenes. We faked his death. No one's talked about it fucking ever again. Now, just yep. gets uh, arrested and convicted on five of six counts. That was not a big deal. It wasn't in the media like it should have like Epstein's was in the beginning. Right. They downplayed that who knows what's going to happen to her but so what heard do you heard a think, lot about
1: will will smith and chris rock though
0: <laughs> what else i'm saying like I, yeah i was i i was definitely taken aback of like yo they actually caught Ghislaine. she was convicted of five of six and like her, i think her sentences is, is this month actually or was it i don't know it's either this month or it was last month but so but but my question to you is what do you think is the the conclusion going to be because you have a new administration in office now they're definitely not talking about child trafficking and and stuff like that like the trump administration was is that still going on are they going to map it out are they going to get the clintons are they going to get these people that are you know involved or what
1: um okay so i'm going to be very careful about what i'm going to say um (laughs) you have to be careful now the thought police are in control um
0: oh you mean like my listeners and watchers
1: no 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 oh. no i mean the people that make decisions about content
0: oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay
1: uh right, this? right let's see all right so i think that the institution and when i say institution the government and it's different different parts you know like you've got um, DHS, NHS, all these, all these different letter, the ABCs. Whatevers. Yep. Yeah. All right. The
0: alphabet boys.
1: I think that there is a huge division that has occurred. Um, I think I have a theory. Uh, that occurred in 2012. I think that if, again, speculation. This is what I think. Um, I think that Ron Paul. If he didn't win the election, that they were going, And this is when you started to see Michael Flynn's name flying around. I think that they decided, and when I say they, I mean people, good people in the system who were tired of seeing the things that they were seeing. Um, I think that they made a decision that they had to do something. They had to get somebody in power. Um, and uh, almost like a coup was going to happen um, if Ron Paul didn't win and Barack Obama won. Right. Well, Barack Obama wins. Yeah, you know, that's when you see Michael Flynn starting to get trashed. And I think Michael Flynn was at the helm of this. Um, I think that was what the plan was. And I think they planned this. I think they pulled in the big guy. Or actually, no, not the big guy. That's, that's who Joe Biden is. Apparently, according to uh, Hunter Biden's emails, he's referred to as the big guy. Pardon <laughs> my Let me correct myself. Uh, Trump. I think Trump was. I think Trump was planned. I think he was picked and he was planned. they know him. he would win plus uh, i think in a sense um in a sense i don't think he's some angel or some you know like sinless human being but i think he's incorruptible as far as certain things go um, For sure. they can't they they just can't pin certain things on him. that's why the shit never sticks um so he gets into power we create an awareness all this i think they knew honestly i used to be very disappointed because i i I thought we lost, you know, I, I thought a lot was lost and I've come to understand that nothing's been lost. This is only the illusion. It looks like it's been lost. I think that these people have almost completely lost their power. And I think that these institutions are divided. Uh, and I think that we are going to, I think, I do believe it's about to get worse. I think we're going to see some more problems. And I did, I was right. I predicted this shit a few months back before this whole Ukrainian Russian thing before grass prices went Dude, I was sad, I don't know if you remember me going off on the rants about it, but I told everyone specifically, I was like, dude, the cost of everything is gonna skyrocket. Watch. Pay attention. I think I remember okay? you talking
0: about that shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it was a fucking year ago I was talking about that shit. If this asshole wins, like this is what's gonna occur. So I'm gonna say it again. I think that it's gonna get worse. I could be wrong about this, but I just feel like it was gonna be one more there's one more big whammy coming, man. Um, an animal is most threatened when you have it cornered. So, and that's when they're the most dangerous. Right. So, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I think one more major shitstorm is What you
0: mean on. like a Putin hitting the nuke button or something?
1: I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna look like. Um, I, I have no idea. Um, I think, dude, that whole, the whole Russia-Ukraine situation—that's another fucking—that was crazy rabbit hole uh, with the bio labs and shit. You know, yeah. like dude, that was one of the first things I actually put up about it. Um, there are more things going on right now. There are so many different layers and it's not just the United States. People have this illusion that because they live in the United States, that this is the only thing that's happening. And the things that happen in the United States are completely isolated. Like, no, man, we're in a world stage where, you know, there are governments and systems in place and billions of dollars in financial systems. Right. So, you know, all these things are, are working hand in hand as, as a mechanism that's working together. So a lot of these things correlate and, you know one affects the other so the russian ukraine situation isn't just russian ukraine like there's parts of it like basically what i'm trying to say is the whole world is going through division and a transition like you i don't know if you saw the uh saudi royal family all those dudes going to fucking jail like that story was crazy yeah the check that one out uh just type in like royal family going to jail that was a while back but you know, if you, if you look, you're seeing that all these major changes are taking place. Uh, And I think that's because there is, you know, I, I feel like, you know, the good people for lack of a better word are trying to divide themselves and take these institutions back. Right. And that's what you're seeing is the split right down the middle right now. It's almost like, you know, you, we have this administration, but I, I mean, who's, who's in control, dude, who's calling the shots right you know, is it, is it captain sniffy because i can't tell <laughs> you know like who's at the wheel man nobody yeah. really knows
0: yeah no, uh, that's a good question
1: i think um you're gonna see the shit storm extend a bit longer but i think you know the promised land is coming I, th- I think that the red sea is uh getting ready to part you know and pharaoh's army is right behind us and the the water's gonna crash in on them soon it doesn't look that way right it looks like you know we're headed for peril and destruction but i i don't believe that i don't believe that i i I think um i don't think we're gonna see necessarily what a lot of people want to see which is you know mass incarceration of a lot of these corrupt people
0: yeah then
1: again we might i don't know um I, i i think it's maybe that'll happen at the very end um it can't happen now like I think control has to be regained first. And, and then, again, yeah. you know, a lot of people, you think about it, like, I forget, I've been looking at this shit close up my whole life. I've been paying attention to this. Most people haven't. They, they have no, no idea. They, no. They, they just learned about the corruption in their government now, thanks yeah. to this, this current administration. They didn't realize, like, even though people told them, people have to learn it for themselves, you know? Right. I remember saying it at, uh, at the election, and I was just, like, mind blown when i found out that he won And i was like some people some people need to see, see hell before they believe it exists right. so you know they're getting a taste of it now yeah and that would have never happened you know there has to be an awareness uh in order for things to change the first thing has has to be awareness nothing can change if you're not aware of what the problem is right. so they had to people had to be made aware of what's going on that's that's how you change it now the people are becoming aware and they know these things i mean they're less likely to repeat the cycle sure instead of having to go through this shit every four to eight years with who's in power and
2: i
0: no, mean, it's you know it's crazy
1: like, the mystery corruptions and all this other shit
0: yeah so okay. broken um <clears throat> okay well so first things first we're going on now over two hours like of actual footage that i'll use not the the 45 minutes we talked before we got on but so here's what i was thinking i was thinking because there's a lot of like i feel like the whole shroud of turn thing took Mm -hmm. up like more than half of it which is like i i never knew about that i was not expecting to talk about that so that's
1: funny because that's the one thing i picked i wanted to talk
0: about oh i i did not know that we were gonna talk about that so um i'd rather have you honestly if you want come on like more frequently and then just like we'll pick or i'll ask people hey mm-hmm. what what conspiracy do you want to talk about and then we could just talk about that one like during the, if you want to uh
1: i'd love to dude okay totally. cool
0: yeah I, I would like that because i think I, from what i found is like like joe rogan can go and talk for to someone for four hours i can't like all <laughs> right, right like right. literally an hour and a half in people are like okay like i'm i'm done unless it's like really committed um so what i don't want to do is talk about other stuff half ass because you have so much knowledge about that i mean we could probably do two or three episodes just on the fucking uh the um the the Shroud of turn by itself um
1: dude i knew i knew i like spent my whole life doing this for a reason and like the reason is starting to come to fruition now. Like before, right. I, knew, I never knew. I'm like, why the fuck am I an information junkie who oh fucking sleeps for three hours every five fucking days, and I'm up at four a.m. like reading about the the <laughs> complex fucking dynamics of a fucking lawnmower blade. Like, right. the, you know. And it's, <laughs> now it makes sense. So like, yeah. now I get it. Like, to go you know, on a podcast
0: to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awareness, spread the awareness. awareness. No, fuck seriously, lawnmower blade. Uh, because w- what I found is. Um, I uh, am to all my listeners and watchers. I'm going to talk about TikTok again. What I found is the algorithm that works for me to grow my YouTube channel is to make sure my TikTok is popping. My first okay. TikTok, I got like. See, th- I started
1: TikTok. Fuck, man. Bro, I
0: listen, it. listen. I started TikTok. I, my YouTube channel was growing not at all. Like, I had like 200 subscribers, right? Nothing. Oh and God. I was putting out like i mean you, my guests are fucking amazing like right I don't, right like yeah they're crazy smart and they're crazy interesting people and i'm like what the fuck man this thing's got like 25 views What the? this is an astronaut talking about right. us going to mars like what right and then do you
1: actually have a quick question um do you uh do you support ads financially do you create any ads oh yeah huh
0: yeah no i have i have have sponsors now i have um uh, I just got monetized two weeks ago, because um, I have now a thousand subscribers on YouTube. I have over twenty thousand listeners a month, Audibly though, so I have I have a good following uh, okay. on like po- like actual podcast. Visual, a little different because uh, okay. audio they can listen to it at the gym when they're driving to school or work. Like it's totally different. But and I've optimized my YouTube very well. But what I found was last year I started my TikTok. And I mean, I'm talking like tens of millions of views. Like it blew the fuck up. Um, That grew me to like 600, like literally in like a month. But then I got banned because of the content that I was putting out. I I got shadow banned. So it stopped completely. Like I was not getting millions of views anymore. I was like, you know, fuck this. So I took off like four months and I just started last month um, another TikTok. Brand new account. And now like all my videos, my last like five or six videos are all over 250, 300,000 views. Um, I'm, I've am I just got overnight, I got 1200 new followers on TikTok, my YouTube wow. channel in the last month has went from 600 subs to now I'm at 1200 subs uh, in a month. Um, and that's just me posting once a week. I'm actually about to double down and post twice a week now because I feel nice. like that that's getting out more content is really going to help with the YouTube algorithm. Well, so
1: here's, here's the deal. Um, like I, dude, it's funny because like, I was already going to do all this shit myself anyway. Right. Uh, right. When you asked me this, like my timeline, I've got, um, like a month of super hard fucking grueling work left for this business. Um, I literally have every single fucking day planned out. Right. And then, um, I was going to start launching my shit, which weren't, I don't want to call it a podcast, uh, something like that, but I had actually an, a unique idea, but, um, I think, like, yeah, dude, I would love to focus on doing some more of this, um, but I also would like to, uh, again, you like you said, uh, maybe maybe like detail and organize the subject matter a bit better. Oh yeah. Um, that'll also help with the editing, and I'll I'll uh, I I know the entertainment business, dude. Um, yeah. So, you know, I know how to coin phrases, and I need to um calculate what I'm going to say better right. in a more linear order, like. I I know how to do all that shit and and make it sound real well. So I'm like totally down, man. Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah. No,
0: well, it's, it's, I think I would be better because also, because what happened, what I do is I'll take this two hour long episode. I myself will trim it and then I will actually take 60 second to 10 second clips and I'll send them to actually a guy on Fiverr that I have on Fiverr, (laughs) uh, which is like a third party company. If you've heard of it, it's great. Like I give him like 60 bucks and he'll make me like 30 clips with font on it and text. And it's, and I, it saves me dude, hours of time for nothing. Right. So um, but what I was going to say, so what I do is I, for all my guests, I typically, uh, I'll break down the clip. I give you the whole audio. I give you the whole video. I break down the clips into 60 second or less videos, So you can post on TikTok, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, all that stuff. I also have a second channel that's just clips. Um, mm. And kind of like what you're seeing on YouTube with Joe Rogan, that, those are all his clips channel. Those aren't even his real right. channel. So like, it's like tw- 10, it's like seven to 14 minute long snippets of like big conversations and then those route people back to the original conversation but dude i've just found like tiktok has been like a godsend because i figure out the algorithm i can post a video in 60 seconds and it goes fucking crazy and then it just grows my youtube channel
1: i can't believe i'm actually considering uh doing tiktok I swear, david i'm uh...
0: telling you i promise you if you want to grow anything around it you have to have it because right now I post five to six times a day on TikTok, and it is just it's it's ridiculous the amount of growth that I'm seeing on my other channels is fucking bananas, and it is 100 percent because of it's not because I'm optimizing YouTube on the back end because I know how to do that marketing and I have sponsors and I have this none of that not one bit of that it's because of TikTok literally people go to my YouTube channel I'm here because of TikTok they comment I'm like wow thanks like it it's I, when I post a good TikTok and it hits a million views, I look at my YouTube, everything is up, everything, uh, uh monetization, subscribers, hours watched, uh, views. It's fucking crazy, bro. Ow, shit. But anyway, that's what I would like. I would propose is like, like maybe like once every other week or something like that. Yep. You, you mm-hmm. are even once a week. We, I, I, and I can, I can harbor all these cause none of these are really pressing issues. So mm-hmm. I can, I can funnel them out. Um, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to like it because when I take your snippets and talk about the shrewd and talk about Epstein, people are going to fucking bananas in the comments and share it and it's going to go viral and I know it's going to do it and I know they're going to want more of it and I'm actually going live once a week now on TikTok because okay. they say the algorithm works like if you if you have a viral video, try to go live during that time and it really mm. boosts it up. There's a lot of bullshit and a lot of little nuances and stuff like that but yeah i would love to have you on on a more frequent basis Uh, sweet minimum once a month
1: awesome i'm down man totally okay yeah great that sounds beautiful um that that'll help help minimize what I'm doing as far as this kind of thing goes, too.
0: Uh Yeah, I, I mean, and you, obviously. Stone. Yeah, I give you. You have all. The, you can have all the content. I'm gonna obviously tag you in everything I post, but I actually give all my guests the raw content. Professors use it all the time, and they're actually like in school. Uh, they'll show clips and, and highlights and stuff of the conversation that we're having. It's crazy, man. Right. So I give huh. them. They can do whatever the fuck they want with it. I post it to my own self, but, I mean, I give it yeah, to that's you. Awesome. Yeah, so thank you but absolutely. Uh, um, but yeah, anything else?
1: Yeah. Let me, let me know how else, uh, however I can contribute, you know, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like again, well, if you want me to take out an ad or anything. Oh, no, no, I mean, no, no, no,
0: no. I got, I got, I got a couple of sponsors and stuff like that. But, I mean, I don't get paid from them. Um, eventually I will, when I hit certain thresholds and I get certain things. Um, my main thing for them is what I'd like to do is I'd like to hit up the, I don't know if you know who, um, the guy that wrote the book on, um, uh, Charles Manson being a um, CIA operative. Um, uh,
1: I don't know. I know of the book. Um, I don't know the person though. Hold on.
0: He he was on Rogan. He's a. Uh, where is he? Interesting. <laughs> he, I email him back and forth. Uh, Tom. Tom, 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 Tom. Hold on. Hey Tom. Oh Tom O'Neill. <laughs> Anyway, Tomino, he wrote the book on Manson being a CIA operative and stuff like that. So like, for example, for him, he has a fee, right? I've never paid any of my guests ever. Not one person. He has a fee. He's someone who I would, I would definitely pay to talk to mm. His fees, minimal. It's nothing crazy, but I want to get to the point where I can ask my sponsors like, Hey, look, like, can you just pay this fee so I can have this guest on my show period? and like right. that's i don't want them to give me money like i don't i don't care about it. i don't want that uh, right i just want them to like because there's some high profile people that i want to talk to that are asking me to pay that on my act <gasps> bro i'm doing right. this for fun like i don't you know right, right, I, don't, I don't have fifteen hundred dollars to give you or fifty thousand to give you to come speak on my hour-long digital podcast like go right, fuck right. yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but uh anyway uh i know people like don't give a fuck about what i'm talking about so um what I was gonna say two things one well I mean like when I talk about this shit they're like oh god here it goes um I want to play a game quick and then I'm gonna then I want you to give a plug and then we'll be done cool okay so right. this is uh conspiracy or bullshit I just made it up before we got on the call um I'm gonna list now 11 because you got me thinking I had 10 now I have 11 <laughs> right. uh, conspiracy theories which are things that we'll probably talk about in the future Each one, it's just going to be like rapid fire. I'm going to say it. You're going to say bullshit or real, right? Is that what we talked about? Yep. So if you say bullshit, it's not a conspiracy. It's like, if you say real, it's a real conspiracy.
1: I feel like I have to announce as a precursor that quite often certain aspects are true and certain aspects are not. But I'll do 100%. a majority, you know, is the majority 100%. of this bullshit. We'll, we'll do it like that. I feel 100%. like I had to say that just to be honest for the sake of honesty. Well, so
0: yeah. Be- well, uh, like I said, most of these are probably going to think we're things we're going to talk about in the future anyway. And all of them have some sort of evidence or some sort of truth to it for sure. Right. Um, but let me ask you first is, do you think saying bullshit or true? Like, w- like I want to identify, like, what would be the best way to say?
1: Actually, maybe here's three good ways to go about it. Okay. Uh, bullshit. Mm, now nah, well, yeah. Now nah, let's just stick with real and bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Fine. All
0: right. So, 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 real conspiracy or bullshit conspiracy? Yep. Okay. All right. Ready? Ready. Hold on. I'm gonna put names next to this so I know in the future which ones you think are real or not. Okay. All right. Nine eleven. Real. Okay. Lizard people.
1: That's so much more complicated. I, I to a degree real, yes. That that there's an extension there. Like, are there physical lizard people? I don't believe that.
0: No. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Hillary Clinton pulling off her mask and she's a lizard people. No, go. No. Okay. No. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Moon landing.
1: Mm. <laughs> I I go back and forth with those, man. Like. man man i I would have to say real Okay. wait do you the moon landing is real or the conspiracy about it
0: ah okay all right so i want to make this a 60 second clip or less let's start from the top just real okay bullshit or real okay 9-11 when
1: you yeah but what i'm saying is all right so you're talking about the conspiracy
0: okay i got it yeah the actual conspiracy like like Mm -hmm. like no 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 actually i'm talking about like yeah yeah like the actual conspiracy like yeah 9-11 fucking happened but like Was it a conspiracy, or did it? Or really, did we really get attacked
1: by? So the conspiracy is real, or the conspiracy is bullshit? Yes. Okay. Sorry. All
0: right. (laughs) Yeah. No. Really. Go down like five rabbit holes. Okay. All right. From the top, one, two, three. Conspiracy or bullshit? Nine eleven. Real. Real. Okay. Lizard people. Bullshit. Bullshit. Moon landing. Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Flat Earth bullshit (laughs) jfk assassination real roswell real ufos real chemtrails real covid real birds aren't real
1: birds aren't real you've never heard of this is that, uh, is that what the fuck you just said? I'm just making sure I heard you correct. Yeah,
0: birds aren't real. That's the conspiracy. Bullshit. <laughs> birds aren't real. The pyramids. Ah, what conspiracy? Ex- how, oh, th- how they were built.
1: Oh, um, I feel like there's a couple theories on that. Um, I'm going to say real.
0: I think they're real. Okay. All right. And that ends the uh, bullshit are real. Good job, David. No, um, thank you and honestly like side note we'll talk about a lot of these in future episodes no. but you've never heard of birds aren't real? No. I uh, dude I finally no. got something that like Yeah, you did. Holy. Now shit. I know what I'm going to do with the rest of my fucking evening. <laughs> David. Huh. Bro, it's fucking crazy. the CIA guy from back in the day said that he worked on a program that birds aren't meant- real. Uh-huh. You've had to hear bro. about this. And the government killed all the birds. And then they replaced the birds with mechanical birds. Okay. To surveillance and spy on us. The guy came out and did an interview interview on like national television or whatever. And then he fucking suicides himself or he dies like in a crazy way. Uh, Dude, there's a lot of information out there. Look it up. Trust me. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Or you're going to think it's bullshit. Hmm. I still it's think crazy. it's bullshit,
1: but I'll, yeah, uh, no. I'll I know. I'm like, it. I look
0: at birds all the time; they look real to me. Yeah, I've like seen dead
1: ones rotting and shit. Like, yeah,
0: and it's like, hmm. eh, yeah. But
1: I mean, then again, I don't know. I I believe that you know. I mean, science has just created a fucking uh uh what you call it an organism that can reproduce. So
0: so then hey, you never know. But you're also talking about back in the 70s. Like, come on, you think they had that technology? Yeah, I mean, you know, like,
1: oh, eh. 70s. Yeah, that kind of that kind of cancels it for me. Well, right. then again, I don't know because. I, I feel like they have technology that's fucking 20, 30 years ahead of what we get now, maybe a little bit right. different now. Right. Um,
0: right. I agree with you there,
1: but I don't know. I still feel like, you know, there's, I, I think right now, we're uh, getting ready to experience uh, a different um, awareness and uh, connection to a dimension to a different dimension oh, um, shit. where things aren't compartmentalized the way they are here. They aren't as dense. Oh. Um, yeah, that's the whole Write that down. thing down. Um down. But yeah, I say, uh, you know, the, um, what was it, the, the moon landing? Yeah. I mean, there's so many different theories on this. My dad but, thinks uh, it's hollow. There's definitely some fucked up shit with the
0: moon. No my dad thinks, that. my dad's been t- telling me for years, "Oh, well, the moon's hollow. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> say, I mean, I it makes sense. Um, okay. right,
1: there are a lot of fucking weird anomalies that, that would actually point to that yeah um
0: Stanley Kubrick
1: so uh see here's the thing it's not that I think dude it's possible it's possible we didn't like like I've see here's the thing man I don't know if I can buy the solar system shit either you know (sighs) but I also don't believe in the flat earth theory I just fucking don't okay okay um uh Th- and this is usually where I end up in, in, in these debates. Is I find myself in a place where almost no one exists. It's, it's it seems like which is good because you know you get these groups of people that are debating it, yeah. um, and debate's good. But it's not. It's never just black or white, dude. There's sure. always more. Um, so maybe those debates and those theories are the precursors to the next evolution of the debate. You know, maybe maybe that will refine itself maybe it's not maybe it's not a solar system but maybe it's not a flat earth maybe it's something else right um you know and and we don't know what the answer to that is
0: Um, i i just wrote down multi dimensional solar system these are all david topics so good job
1: thanks uh (laughs) (laughs) and then i mean you know like I, i i think dude i've got a fucking documentary you gotta watch uh i hoarded this shit it's it's completely been wiped from the net um the footage that's in this fucking shit will blow your mind dude um it's a alleged footing of the moon landing and why what? the truth about why oh yeah yeah why we didn't go back and the truth about it like existence being on the moon and shit it wraps up with the nazis and um again uh interdimensional um like demonic entity conscious entities angelic entities shit like that like Dude, I think that's what aliens are. I have a whole fucking theory. Um, and t- what's funny is, is I had this a long time ago and I never really thought about it uh, to, or I never thought about to like explain it to people more in depth. But I've always thought that aliens are demonic. And you, you know who I really, I can smell the shit out at this point, dude. Like I've been doing this long enough. It's fucking S- Stephen Greer. I submit to you that Stephen Greer is a cia asset he's working with the fucking cia and he is disseminating propaganda
0: you're talking about dr now, Stephen greer
1: dr steven guess greer.
0: guess who just emailed me last week who dr Stephen greer get the fuck out of here he yes i talked to him and his assistant anna because i wanted ah. him to come on my podcast that. and this is what happened so I said, hey, blah, 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 can you come on? She said, hey,
1: I, oh, de- I, I want to say for the record, like, I, ha- I haven't made this public yet. I, I don't want anybody to know my position on that, because I certainly don't want to slander the guy. Oh, no. I might be wrong, but, yeah, I'll explain why I think
0: that. Well, they they said, yeah, he would love to come on, but what's your viewership? And I'm like, okay, well, I, so I sent him all my stats and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm only about at 20,000 listeners a month, a month. Um, mm. And she was like, well, unfortunately he wants to be uh l- check back when that increases. I'm like, okay, well, first of all, right. who the fuck are you? Second of all, what yeah. number are you looking for? Cause like, right. I need to have a target. And they said 70,000 plus actively listening. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's not that far away, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I, I-, I wanted to email her like, well, how much, you know, <laughs> like, you know, but yeah, that's so funny. You brought them up. Cause I literally just talked to them last week. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, uh, it's, like, I've done, dude, I've followed all kinds of shit on this guy. It's too pristine. It's too clean, all right? And when I say that, like, I've watched all his documentaries multiple fucking times. I've seen every piece of footage that there is that he's got floating around the fucking internet, how obscure it is. Um, I mean, there might be something I haven't seen yet, but I fucking doubt it. Right. Uh, so where the fuck does this guy just magically all of a sudden come from? And why is nobody asking these questions, too? Where... Where did this is some this is like some of the kind of shit uh you know we could do. Um, like a speculative debate kind of thing, just like uh maybe pose these questions, you know, like who is Stephen Greer and where did he just magically come out of with all this fucking information? Right. You know, why are uh uh people big names in government agencies just handing him shit and talking to him? The guy's a fucking doctor. He doesn't have a background in government or any of this shit. Like, where did he just Magically pop up, and now he is the word. You know, he he puts himself out there as the rebel, the guy who's going against the system. Yeah. You know, and and trying to tell the truth. But like, how did he get his podium so well? Why does no one ever challenge him? He's where does he get his money to fucking make his fucking films? Because they're high quality. Yeah. Like he's blown up. Yeah. There's, and, and see, this coincides, dude. It's it's and it makes perfect sense like i swear to god i've i've figured out the the fucking grand conspiracy dude aliens are not aliens okay they are interdimensional beings all right they are not of the physical world okay this is why i don't think that ufo's are of the physical world um yeah this shit's going to take you a whole lever people yeah, now sucks. man just fucking wait so In order, we agree that in order for um, something to be in the physical world, it has to agree to the laws of physics, right? Sure. Okay. So UFOs do not agree to the laws of physics, you know, when they move, like, why is there no sonic? Huh?
0: They defy physics. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. What else do you know in existence that defies physics?
0: I don't know anything.
1: Nothing, right? I haven't figured anything out yet. So therefore, I submit that they are not of the physical world. I just don't think that they are. Um, I mean, you notice, uh uh, so I can't explain all the details, but I can give you like supporting information, you know, of a very small percentage of the light spectrum that the human eye can see. You know, it's a proven fact. We can only see a very little tiny sliver of the light spectrum. Sure. Um, there is an entire existence going on underneath the veil of shit that we don't see frequencies energies blah 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 um i i I don't know how i made this um made all this shit combined i don't know how i came to this conclusion but i just fucking did i think that aliens are interdimensional beings i think that a lot of them are evil I think the people that are having these abduction experiences see, because here's the thing, dude, I've had some weird experiences myself. Um, I don't know if you know about the vision that I just um, posted about it on about Facebook. Having, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've had certain experiences in my life. This one was very definitive and very specific. And I know like, like how people describe their abduction experiences is almost exactly how I can feel that experience. It's almost like they are inside of my head and inside of my emotions, trying to make me feel or think certain things or to control my thoughts. They're doing this. I I assume the only way I can describe it is like, it's almost like they have an ability to tune into a frequency Mm. and they're emanating it inside of themselves. And they're trying to convince my being to copy that. Like mm. they're trying to, to, to convince my being and manipulate my being to whatever frequency they want me to. And I think you hear all these stories about the abduction stories and shit. None of these people yeah. became paralyzed with fear. Um, that's how I could describe the, the feeling that I had in that vision and other experience I've had when I've, I've, dude, I've seen evil shit. But I got to tell you about the vision that I had once when I was younger. Um, but it, it didn't really formulate in any to specific details. It was just feelings and ideas that I had when I would see. Like, I, 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 I'm I, not going to get into it because it's fucking really long and drawn out. No, yeah, about, we could
0: definitely um, talk about it. I want to talk. Yeah, 100% on, a, on another time. But what were you going to say about
1: Yeah, no, I think they're aliens. I think they're, I, think they're, I think they're, for lack of a better word, and I hate the word um, because every word has an association and it's been used a million times. I'm actually in the process of trying. create a different culture of recreating some of these terminologies to describe them better uh but uh, demons partially i think demons um yeah i think uh, a lot of your aliens uh i think that they can manipulate the light spectrum i think that they can change forms um see when you ask about shape shape shape-shifting reptilians i don't believe that humans can shift into reptilians but i do believe that there is an existence of another type of being that is not human that can, that can manipulate that on its own level on its own frequency on its own dimension you know like right. we have emf frequencies and we have all these different fucking frequencies and shit uh i i feel like it just ties in with so much of history things that have been identified in different cultures through history things that reappear right. throughout history yep. um you know, so yeah, that's what I think it is, and I think that Stephen Greer, I think they know that there, there are, uh, there's a duality. There are two groups of people, and I think they're gonna have people that they, they want people that are gonna fight for the inclusion of aliens. Like, oh no, they're here to help us, and then you're gonna have the other group of people. Like, no, they're here for war. No, either they're not fucking real. They're not what they're presenting themselves to be, and the people that are bringing out this propaganda know this shit okay and i think this is going to pave the way what they're trying to do is is open a doorway to evil on the planet i think this is this has been the plan all along dude and it sounds crazy and it's crazy to me but it it just seems like a lot of the biblical story is truth you know it just does dude you know along with some other things like the epic of gilgamesh um sumerians uh the book of Enoch. There are a couple of different cultures out there. I think there's relative truth to um, a lot of the Egyptian shit. Um, Either way you put it, there is a huge world underneath of this world. Um, And there is evil and there is good. And for some reason, human beings are smack dab in the middle of the shit. I think that these beings hate us. I think they can't stand us. Uh, I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is. I have no idea, but I can feel it. Like, I can feel the hatred. And it's, it's, it's not um, because of anything other than what I am. It's the being that I am. I, I think that human beings are, again, if you go back to, uh, you know, the salvation story and the story of Christ, the people, the church has been teaching this shit wrong the entire time. You know, they tell you about how you're supposed to fucking behave and, you know, God's going to spank your ass if you say fuck too many times or whatever bullshit, like they try and instill fear into you and not love, complete opposite. So if human beings, if man did create a fall somewhere along the lines, you know, because Eve fucked up or something happened, I don't know what that was. Um, The superficial story to me tells me that there's more to that whole fucking layer. Um, But say something did happen and we were separated from god which that i do believe and the actions of christ fixed it uh, it, it how somehow we're apparently you know for instance if your fucking water pump doesn't work in your car is not going to work so maybe what he did fixed something in this process so that man could have a relationship with god again um I, there would definitely be things that would want to destroy that and I, if i had to pick the number one place i'd want to be to do it i'd use the church i would pick the church that's where i'd hide you know because that's where people are all looking for the fucking answers uh so i like i was explaining how um fuck man i just lost my train of thought uh i was explaining how the church has gotten this all wrong um the church i i i feel like the church has become the enemy of the people um damn i totally forgot what i was gonna say but anyway greer He is, I believe, propaganda, um, I think CIA, and I think he's trying to manipulate people into believing that these things are aliens and they're friends, and we want him here, involve him in the fucking, there's going to be some kind of hierarchical bullshit system that's going to come with it, because we want to incorporate them into our plane, and I think, you know, that's when you're going to see the beginning of the end and subjects like shit like the anti-cry. Dude, did you just see that flash? Oh. No. Oh, my God. Like, my TV just fucking flashed white as I said that. Go back and play that and see if you can see the flash. My whole oh. fucking TV. I have a 70-some-inch fucking TV in front of me right now that I use for my computer monitor. This has never happened before. As soon as I said that shit, the whole f- screen just flashed white.
0: Yeah, I didn't see anything. Oh, shit. Oh
1: dude this weird shit happens to me all the time. well
0: if i get if i get um if i get greer on i'm asking him hey man yeah. are you the antichrist
1: i don't think he is i think he's gonna help pave the way i just i don't buy it man i don't buy it
2: <clears throat> well
1: if you notice him watch his behavior and his interviews too if you even try to question him it's just like he knows his propaganda and he he gets very angry and gets uncomfortable like he gets very short with people if you challenge that in any way i'm sorry if you're some fucking hippie loving you know uh uh stinking festival fucking whatever interdimensional being that's trying to uh, meditate and bring the aliens here uh you're doing a poor job of showing the love like fucking i mean (laughs) he's like kind of a fucking asshole
0: (laughs) with that we went full circle we talked about uh, Jesus Christ again. Um, cause you're a, you're a, you're a pastor now. So yeah, no, I'm joking. Um, well, look, look, dude, I want you to come on. There's like 15 new topics now that I want to talk about. Um, so if you're down, yeah, I would love to have you come on more. Uh, if you want to, we can kind of iron out dates and times and like on a weekends or something like that, just bang out like two hours. Um, cool. I think it's going to be received well, but where can people find you um, on social media? And what kind of stuff do you have going on?
1: So uh, let's see here. Um, if you go to YouTube or Bandcamp, um, my music is not on Spotify or um, Apple Music yet. Um, I'm going to keep that way for now. My own personal solo music. I do all the music, all the artistry, um, a lot of the recording, engineering production. That's under Avon. That's A. V-O-N-N. And you can find me on YouTube and Bandcamp. My songs are free. You can download them, check them out. And then there is Tillthedaysend.com that's spelled till with two L's T-I-L-L the Daysend.com. Um, it is a music charity project with Spencer Sotello from Periphery contributing to it. Um, Matt Halpern from Periphery. Uh, matt mcjunkins from a perfect circle does a track uh it's got a few other musicians guitars from Vest ascension what we do is each individual track we create a song for um, and all the proceeds for that go to a specific charity uh depending on what it is it changes um we've been kind of shut down since covid but we're trying to get there back up and running um yeah i think that's about it for now
0: Cool. And I'll put all of those links in the description below. And if there's anything else like your Instagram, your, do you have Instagram? No. Okay. Get Instagram, yep. get TikTok. Get, yep. Like, trust me, bro. Um, and then if you get them before this airs next either Friday or Monday, I will,
1: I'll do, I'll do all that tonight.
0: Yeah. Send it to me and I'll, I'll put them in there. But uh David man thank you for coming on I really appreciate it that was an awesome conversation you fucking blew my mind and I'm actually fucking fired up for like oh, yeah. us talking more honestly
1: dude thank you for having me man it's it's an honor and a privilege seriously
0: absolutely I know yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped to talk about all the other shit but that's another episode of the e4 explicit podcast
2: we'll see you next time